Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast bonus episode. We are pre-Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, we like to give. We like to give here at ALN. So we're going to give you guys more fucking fun. <laughs> it's so aggressive. Um, yeah, we got a bonus app with, uh, with Dylan Francis. He is a juggernaut, a beast in the music producing DJ Mumbatone world. Uh, from headlining, you know, Coachella, uh, residencies in Vegas at the Win, uh, YouTube music videos with billions and billions of views, uh, collabs with Diplo and uh, and just so many top artists. Um, he is a uh, becoming a fixture in the music world, and uh, he's a fucking cool ass dude. Uh, it was our first time meeting. Our boy Brandon Dermer put us in touch. It's like you guys got to hang and chat. Uh, I think a lot of fun will come out of this. And it did, man. This is one of my, probably one of my favorite episodes of 2018. Uh, it's just me and Dylan. And uh, what a treat. The dude is hilarious. Uh, he has a comedy uh, show out on Funny or Die called Like and Subscribe that is streaming now. You got to check it out. It's fucking hilarious. I binge watched it all. Like and subscribe. Uh, like and subscribe. Funny or Die. Uh, Dylan Francis. Actor extraordinaire now, too. Um, enjoy the hell out of this episode. Follow Dylan at Dylan Francis on all social media. He's got millions of followers, so add to that. I'm at Adam Ray Comedy at Funny Brad at ALN Podcast. About last night podcast.com for past present episodes and ALN merch. Shop AdamRay.com for all your Adam Ray merch. Go get some hats and hoodies and shirts and get them for your for your friends and family for the holidays, baby. And uh, about last night pod at gmail.com for your uh ALN highlights, your favorite moments, how you got into the pod, where you listened to it. Email us about last night pod at gmail.com. We might read some of those fan mails on air, give you a chance to win some free merch. This weekend, I'll be at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City, November 23rd through the 25th. Gotham Comedy Club, New York City, this Friday through Sunday. Tickets at adamraycomedy.com. Next weekend, St. Louis Helium, de- November 29th through December 1st. St. Louis Helium, first time there, come out. Uh, show some love and support November 29th through December 1st Helium Comedy Club St. Louis Tickets at AdamRayComedy.com Brad has the weekend off And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes Comment and rate the podcast five stars on iTunes Take two seconds it, Do it right now It takes two fucking seconds Comment and rate the podcast on iTunes Alright So many great apps coming up So make sure you are subscribed The best ofs Tiffany Amber Thiessen All on their way Now that we've got the tour dates Twitter handles and merch info out of the way Sit back, relax, and enjoy A bonus episode of the About Last Night podcast With the one and only Dylan Francis Well the weekend's over So it's time to chat about it Yo, you sound good. Nice, dude. <laughs> Do you like your own voice? I sound good too now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Through a compressor, everyone sounds good. That's true. Is uh, um, 
Yeah, but I travel this country as do you like. Yeah. And you just get to see, uh, you know, like you said, like outside your bubble. Yeah. It's like when you go to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, <laughs> which uh, Adam Devine and I did, it was like, and look, we're, he's from Omaha, Nebraska. I'm from Seattle. You grew up here, right? Yeah. LA? Born and raised. So, but also LA, a very diverse place to grow up. Melting so, pot. Right? So you kind of feel like you got um, acclimated to the, you know, the differences and the all sorts of people, right? Yeah. Which I think is huge. Unless you do, unless you're like a straight up Malibu kid, I feel like, or or maybe deep, like San Diego near the beach where you yeah. just are like, oh, there's this type of people out there and that's it. Yeah. Unless you see them on the news and then you're like, they're caricatures of people. When you see someone <laughs> like, man, I told, I said the chicken nuggets, they told me they had them and then I got there and they weren't, you know, and you see that guy and you're like, oh God. It doesn't even seem real. No, you're like, how do you think that? Why would you even be mad? There's, there's I don't there's know. another McDonald's five minutes from there. But that's my McDonald's. But that's my Mc, But I go there for my Mc, McDonald's. Ricky knows me, Rick. dude. <laughs> dude, if you have a, I just said this the other day. I was like, I really wish I had a Cheers type bar in my neighborhood. You know, a place like, over here. Yeah, and there's a couple great ones. But like where you just knew everybody, it was the same people. Yeah. Because in some of these uh, cities we were um, going to on tour, like even Grand Rapids, Michigan, you go to some of these dive bars and it's like the same four dudes at there, not even (laughs) conversing with the bartender. Just like they sit down, the guy slides them their regular. And he's eating whatever is in front of him. (laughs) I tell you. Even if he's not, he's miming it because he's just like so used to eating something. I tell you, man, I would be eating something right now. I tell you, there's a time this bar had peanuts <laughs> that I could eat and talk. But all these freaking liberals, man, they're said you can't eat peanuts now because they put too many hands in them and the peanuts are racist. That is <laughs> that is true, dude. Is there a um, wait? So I got so many questions about how. Uh, first of all, you're the shit. Thank you. you for a while. Appreciate this it. This is so cool that you're uh, doing this, and uh, I mean. I know you've probably done so many interviews and gotten so many questions, but like, I'm just so curious how you get into uh, your line of work, and then like, like any creative, because there's a lot of creativity to what you're doing and what you have done. I feel like, from my uh, vantage point, you've really taken it up a notch. Your line of work. Do you feel like that's safe to say, as far as like, in terms of being creative and like really just. Um, like your videos are fucking bonkers, dude. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And there's it. so much like comedy and like they're <laughs> clearly thought out and it's like I don't know, dude. It's music videos, I feel like when I hear people be like, Man, I'm just fucking there was a time. I'm like, that time is still happening, man. You just gotta it's, yeah know who to look for. I love I grew up like I was an MTV era kid. I remember coming right. home from school at like three o'clock watching because TRL would come on. But I wouldn't watch TRL because that was like the, you know, the fucking it was the poppy pop stuff. shit. Yeah. I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. I want to see like Nine Inch Nails. You know, you are a perfect drug. I want to feel like I'm watching a porno. Yeah. Which that honestly made me feel like I was like, yo, if my parents walked in, they would be like, <laughs> get the fuck. Oh, my God. We're going to the <laughs> yeah. church right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, didn't I read that you didn't even know a swear word until 15? Yeah, my best friend Dean was, he was the one that taught me everything. Fuck shit. Was Dean like 42? Because that sounds like an old guy. The only other (laughs) Dean I know is 48. And so. I wish, man. That would be awesome. It sounds like you just like. Because everyone knew some guy in their life that was a little too old to be around them. Definitely. But like had a connection to their parents or brother or something. Yes. Like there was this guy. I remember my dad was like, this is your Uncle Frank. And I was like, but he's not in the family. He's just like around a lot. Why is this 25-year-old guy hanging out with 14-year-old kids teaching him swear words? Why is he talking about how peanuts used to be a bar thing back in the day? <laughs> this uh, guy's 25. <laughs> yeah. 
Wait, so, okay, so Dean told you... Dean, so Dean was my age, gotcha. but we did have, we had our brothers that were older, but Dean taught me every swear word and everything like that. Just, I, I don't know. I was just like very sheltered and uh, I guess I was just... Did you aloof. isolate yourself or... No, I don't think so. I just think that I, that I uh, like, I went to a Christian scientist school, uh, for, which was Berkeley Hall, and I don't think that many kids swore there. Right. You are a product of your environment, I feel yeah, like, right? Yeah, exactly. So if it's not happening around you, you're like, and then I you d- hear about it, it's, you're like, all right, well, that sounds like... like I remember when someone people. was telling me what, like, a, someone was like uh, a wet girl, and I was like, what is a wet... Like, did she get out of a pool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Just so like, naive. Yes, yeah, so naive. Yeah, and did somebody like, get her with a super soaker unexpectedly? I didn't even know vaginas got wet yeah. until I was like 17. Dude, I found out like three days ago, man, <laughs> and I'm still having a tough time it's wrapping wild. my head around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny if you hooked up with a bunch of girls that just never yeah. did get wet until like dry. and the, yeah and, and you're, you're like, like you're like God, man and you're Yo, like I think there's something wrong with a break you. from sex for a while it's it's just so tough <laughs> yeah like, lube is expensive and you're like what are you talking about so I've been only dating forty five year old women <laughs> a lot of kids <laughs> uh, wait so then okay so Christian Scientist School went what to a Christian Scientist like? School very very interesting because uh, it doesn't make sense Christian Christian hope for shit is pretty much what it is right because uh, there's no science involved in that at all so i don't know why they're trying to make themselves think that they're better than anybody else by praying for tumors to go away i don't think that that's really gonna do anything yeah. science kind of proves that you yeah. need to go like if you you know you have, need some science you need some science in, the in medical there world which is just weird christian scientists you would think that would science would be yeah. there with god but it's not yeah, there is a level to that's so funny. There is a level of like just religious, um, you know, uh, specifics that I feel like as you get older, you start to go like, all right, like I'm gonna kind of like at least for me, I'm gonna Judaism, pick and choose. I'm gonna pick and choose what I love about this <laughs> and apply that. Yeah, it's almost like with any sort of like, you know, when if you're going like in acting classes in college, like we get you know training thrown at us, and it's like, yeah, like, I'm gonna figure out what works for me. Exactly. Like, the, like some people were like, it's this way or the highway, and you're like, well, but that was your way or the highway. Exactly, dude. I masturbate like at least ten times a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people say that's bad. Yeah. A lot of people say that's not enough. Is, my train of thought is amazing <laughs> when I'm doing that because I am thinking By about way, that nothing is impressive. else. Impressive. <laughs> I think I've maybe gotten to four or five times. Okay, maybe in it's a day. not ten. <laughs> yeah. No, go with your. But you know, if you heart. don't want to think about anything else, I know <laughs> you got to be in like Sacramento to get to ten, or you just don't even masturbate at all. Yeah, like no, not November. I think I'll do that a lot. Where it's like saving my because my dad always was like save your sexual energy. No so way. So either it'll be a lot, or it'll when did be he like say, none. say that to you? When I was younger, he's always like, "Yo, save your sexual energy." Because you can use that if you're not thinking about girls. Yeah. You can use that to think about, like, go to your work. Dude, that is amazing advice, by the way. <laughs> it is. Howard Stern, I heard him say once when he got older, he's like, the, he's like, you know when I really took off? When I, like, wasn't... When you're not doing anything like, like, like that, you know, yeah. And he still talks about, obviously, masturbating stuff, but he just, like, his sexual prowess, like, went down as he got older, which, you know, I guess it sounds like kind of a bummer, but he's like, dude, I just got so locked in with my work because I didn't... You, sp- you can spend so much time thinking about that. Yeah. Um, that's on, like honestly I think I was you know the 10 times mastering that was definitely when I was 18 yeah, yeah. nowadays I think I don't I, I honestly you really did utilize that when I was w- like starting out with my career where it was like alright I'm just gonna fucking block everything out and yeah. focus and it really does help and and that that also was from like my life coach 
he didn't my life, coach life didn't coach. tell me about masturbating i had to yeah. go to a life coach because i was such a bad kid no way yeah, yeah i did like you know i did mushrooms and i've done mushrooms but i, I didn't go home oh and then i tried to <laughs> well you thought you did yeah, yeah, yeah i thought i went you were sleeping no, no, no. in some kid's treehouse. this is amazing this is amazing <laughs> i did so much mushrooms that i couldn't speak normally like i remember answering one of my friend's questions by just answering tree because i didn't know what to say i just said tree to a fucking question whoa that he was asking me whoa yeah that sounds like you ate too much oh i ate way too much and then i got home and because I, I was grounded that night this is like this just such a stupid 18 year old kid yeah. thing to do where i was like oh yeah mom i'm gonna go to this party and i'll be back at 11 30 like you know you're grounded I'm like but i have to go take pictures because i was a photography major at that time dope and that was a by the way that's a great out to yeah, get exactly like those, to go to a party wow <laughs> it's almost like when i'm uh, being a comic like if i get invited to some friend's birthday i don't want to go to i'm like dude i got shows and they have nothing to say to that other than you, like you can't. dude you gotta keep hustling man <laughs> you know Thanks for the birthday wishes yeah. too, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to send me a text and you did anyway in between your shows. Um, yeah, but so, okay. So photography major. So that's incredible. photography major, I, I went to this party, did too much, too much mushrooms, walked back to my house with my friend Julian. He's like, yo, we got to go inside. And I saw my parents watching TV waiting for me to get home. And my, in my head of too much mushrooms, I said, yo, we, sh we should go home now, but later. And he goes, what? <laughs> even wait, was he also on mushrooms? Yeah. And even he couldn't like wrap he was, his head around. Wait, 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 I don't understand what you're saying. Like, you should dude, go, of course. Go but also now, what? But later, and he's like, wait. So we should we wait? So out? you got him in this middle ground of where he starts to walk and then stops and then so starts again. We're going, but we're not <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah. He's in this weird pivot. Yeah, yeah. He's like slowly. <laughs> yeah. Or wait, and so then we just. I was like, no, no, no. And he was like, so wait, you're just trying to tell me. We should just go home later. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not, you're not really like, I was so fucked up that I was like, yeah, but like, like we're going home now, but later. So we're there, oh, but not my God. And it made so much sense. Of course it did. Dude. I had full on conversations with like daddy long legs <laughs> in the Will Rogers state park on mushrooms. And like, Literally got up and somebody was like, I just heard you giggling for a while and like saying some like shit that didn't make sense. I was like, well, you're just jealous because I had a phone conversation with an insect. <laughs> exactly. It makes sense to you. It's it's and it's incredible. I remember looking at a bed sheet and it had like the, the floor of whatever, like some, you know, probably had the Empire State Building mixed with the with the uh, what's it called? Whatever was in Paris and uh, whatever other cool places like on a bed sheet that didn't have any design in it whatsoever. It was a white bed sheet. But I saw that. I also feel like you're typing right now, and you're like going like this, though. I'm I'm fake typing. Like, uh, yeah. I like to act like I'm busy. I was hoping that it would be actually. like this, though. <laughs> Just full palming. <laughs> Dude, do you remember taking typing class in like uh, yes. elementary school and high school? Absolutely. And being so jealous that the kid, there was always at least one that was just going so fast. Yeah, there was like 80 fast. words a minute. And I'm going like this. Yeah, dude, I'm using one finger. I'm always. like, dude, E and T should be way closer together. <laughs> They're in a lot of words. <laughs> I, I completely agree. So but, did you even like school? Is that why you rebelled no, out? dude. Okay. I hated school. Because why? Like I'm just not good at school. Right. I'm not. I and you always were a creative yeah, type? I yeah. always got kicked out of class. I always loved disrupting class. For making people like, laugh. Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was so much fun. It That's, is. It's like the joy of making people laugh is so incredible. Right? It's the best feeling. Did you? I always, did, uh, for me, uh, in certain uh, grades, I had a couple kids that were like my go-tos. Like, oh, yeah. They were my audience. And it was like, <laughs> if I got them, them? always. And, and then they had, and then the teacher would, you know, eventually have to move them away from me because yes. he's like, I can remember I got kicked out for doing this thing. You know what, like, where you could like, you pull your bottom lip down and then you stick your tongue out so it looks like you just have like big lips like this. Wait, whoa, I've never seen that before. Yeah, dude. 
some kid showed it to me I, I don't know do where that. some weird camp and uh, or maybe it was a, a dean your fucking friend, <laughs> 50 year old friend dean yo check this yeah. out it's a pussy lip <laughs> Take turn it to your, fourth grade. Turn your head sideways. Put your dick in my mouth. <laughs> Get ready to be the king of recess. <laughs> Guess what? You're never getting picked last again. You got that pussy lip mouth. <laughs> I choose pussy lips over there. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I've also got a name. Uh, it's Greg. It's Greg. <laughs> Fuck you, Greg. Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> so I did that. Your pussy lips from now on. I exactly. did that. I would make him laugh. And then the teacher would kick me out of class and then would move my friend Tony Shera and Chris DeLeon away from me because he's like, you are just so disruptive. I, I, that, that, that definitely happened to me as well. But did you have teachers that would recognize the skill sets and go, look, what you're doing is funny, but like, there's a time and a place. No. Or was everyone just like, no. hey, Dill, shut the fuck up. Every teacher, also every teacher and kid always should be like, dude, you're going to fucking, sorry. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy, dude? It's so weird. People, I love that people, even, I mean, more so as adults, or probably more so at, at that stage, to look at a kid and just be like, you ain't gonna do shit. You ain't gonna make it, dude. Isn't that crazy? And you have no, nobody has any fucking clue. Dude, you're not gonna pass algebra. You're not gonna make it. When the fuck do I use algebra? Yeah, I know, dude. When? When have I ever thought about co-signing, uh, <laughs> you know, anything other than like a Sparklets account, you know? Yeah, or a, exactly. A Jamba Never. Juice gift card. That that that's that makes sense. Yeah, that well, that I will always. I'll sign and up that, for that. All you need is addition. <laughs> Also, I have a fucking calculator on my smartphone. I know, dude. It, like, it's made probably kids dumber, but there's also, <laughs> but also not because it's like, can you get the answer right away? Yeah, like, great, absolutely. Um, where where did your love of music begin? Uh, that's a. I hate that question. Let me rephrase it. Because <laughs> when did we not? Love How bummed are you that you didn't do pussy lips in the fourth grade? <laughs> Oh, no, when, no, when, like when, okay, when did no, you... No, no, I know what you mean. I'm just kidding. I'm but let just me kidding. rephrase it, though. Like when, because um, that is a very radio DJ way of presenting it. When did you start what? liking music? Oh, God, like I've gotten that, like, <laughs> when did you know comedy was your thing? Like, dude, it always, dude, yeah, people love just, laughing, period. I know. Kids love laughing. So, okay, so the comedy, so the performing aspect started in school, as far as like making people laugh. Well, this is the thing. You recognize like, oh, shit, like not everyone does this, right? I can't, well, the, the, I never... Like the, I still get really nervous if I'm ever doing performance stuff like that for, for, for like comedy. If I'm ever, tr you know, I don't even think I'm a comedian at all. Really? I, yeah, yeah, not at all. What I think do you I'm a, consider yourself? I don't know, dude. Yeah. Like comedians to me, I look up to so much because the fact that you can get in front of a crowd right. and be able to take if no one's laughing, that is the toughest job ever because you know what that feels like when you're making a joke in a social setting right. and someone doesn't laugh right. and you're like, fuck, you're doing it in front of so many people. Yeah. When I'm in that social setting, I feel like I want to go to the bathroom and fucking just throw up. Oh, really? Yeah. But you're so personable and like naturally some, charismatic you know, and like, yeah, but, but I guess there's always, the, there's always going to be that person that doesn't understand it or doesn't want to vibe with it or yeah. thinks they're too cool to laugh at something. Oh yeah. So that's that. Did that, you ever want to do stand up? I wish. I wish I had that bone. Because again, the, the comedy uh, element of a lot of your videos, which is so great, and uh, and even in um, What Would Diplo Do? Like, you're so... I think I'm a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that your first thing? Yeah, yeah. So great, dude. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'm your goodwill? <laughs> yes. I mean, 
That was great. Um, that was all improv too. That real? was that's, see, but that's when it's like that's why working with Dermer is so great because he's well, just like, yeah, we'll kill the script and then like exactly, do what you do. Exactly, exactly. Well, then v- Vanderbeek too was like, he let Bobby and I and uh, um, what's his name, uh, H Michael Croner, fucking incredible. They, he was like, yo, let's just get the dialogue and then we can go and riff and we riffed it and that that was the the part where they were like, all right, cool, we'll actually put this in even though it's not the script. So it was it was awesome to be able to like get the scenes done really fast with everybody, and then be able to be like, all right, let's improv the whole thing and just go. Is uh, Vanderbeek a, a pretty fun guy to improvise with? Dude, he's so awesome because he's been he... great in everything he does. But like, I'm trying to think of the amount of comedy stuff I've seen him in. No, no, he's he's like he's really good at, at he was because he's more of like the serious but but weirdo. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah the Diplo yeah, and and he was so perfect in it with letting us like kind of just run with shit, and and he's great. And he's so nice. And the fact that he was like down to let us all do that. And that's, I mean, that's why he chose all of us. Yeah. So. Did you, and you have known Diplo for a while. Yeah. yeah I've known him for what, 10 years now or something like that. Fuck. Yeah. Um, Getting old sucks, man. Yeah, but we're not prime, dude. But yeah, but people. I mean, it does. There's certain things that are starting to ha- like. Gray hairs. Your friends start dying. Sadly, if, the, if you know. Yeah. And, and then. Uh, dude, you, you have know, like. Your many, back starts hurting. Th- that, that's the worst. Also, like things that like are. S- Suggestive signs for like early strokes. Like I was on stage the other night and I was talking about like uh, a friend of mine posting on Facebook that she got divorced. And the whole premise of uh, Facebook usually being a place where people are celebrating stuff. <laughs> and, but this was like the complete opposite and the whole thing. And then I knew she was going to get divorced because the dude was like a super roided out dude and oh, blah, blah, blah. But at one point I was trying to be like, I was trying to say like, you know, Facebook is usually a place where you celebrate like um, your life. And I said, uh, I go, uh, it's usually where you, where you celebrate. And then I stop and I go celebrate. And then I just pause and I heard two giggles and I love to do crowd work. And also like, you know, I can ignore certain things, but you, I've gotten real good at, I think being just very aware that yeah. like, if you even fuck up, you can't skip over it. Like no. it didn't happen. Like, even if I fuck up a joke sometimes, like some big thing and it's happened and then I'll like flip one thing at the end and then you'll hear the laughter kind of be split when I know it should have crushed. I'll go, <laughs> See, now that's a great example of me being like, I'm going to do this joke and I'm going to put everything into it. And you guys being like, but, but don't fuck up. If you do one little thing, we're out. And I go, okay. And then I do. And you guys are like, see, peace. You know? And, uh, and so I pause and I was like, celebrate. And I go, fuck. And then people start laughing. And I go, see, that's again, and like to your point of getting older, it's like, was that a little stroke? It definitely I've was. never said that word. I just added letters to a word I've said many times before. <laughs> It wasn't even like a new word. You know, sometimes you get a new word in your vocab and you're like, I'm going to roll the dice and say this for a couple weeks. Yes. And just see if I can like if I can make put it, it a in. part of my rotation, you know? <laughs> like bewildered. The first time I picked that up, I was like, I'm going to start fucking using that. So like, I was then, bewildered. Yeah. But it never That's really. That's a good one. It is. It's, it's fun to say because it makes you feel like, you you're know. You're a little bit above. Yeah. You're a little bit above. You can put like, the pinky out when you're drinking. You can drink. You can. Yeah. I was bewildered. Even when you're smoking cocktail. a J, just like put the pinky up. <laughs> But I would end up using it like with times where I was just super stony, so it was like doesn't make sense. So it's like like oh, when I said tree, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We forgot to order the pizza. Well, dude, I'm very bewildered right now. <laughs> that works. Yeah, I'm very bewildered by we were forgetting that. Oh wait, we it's because we smoked. <laughs> oh shit, we did. You're bewildered yourself. Wait, have man. you? Did you ever forget when you smoked? Oh yeah. When I was younger, I threw so many times where I'd be like, wait, we just smoked. Yeah. But from be like, yeah, was well, like a whole thing. Like no way, dude. <laughs> we should do another one. Those early days of getting high are just the best. Where would you do it, and what would you do? My friend Andre's house. The first time we smoked, I he was his brother. His brother smoked us out. Shout out to him, dude. 
uh, Alan Resign. Oh, wait, should I not say his last name? No, of bleep course. his last name. Yeah, I will believe it. <laughs> Alan. Alan. Uh, dude, <laughs> he's like, all right, we're, I'm going to smoke you guys out, and then you're dude. probably not going to get high, but the second time you do it, you will. Okay, I don't know who, what this voice is, but <laughs> your next acting project has to be that guy. I was fucking so <laughs> dialed Result. in. I was just like, who is this guy, and what's his backstory? Yo. This guy actually, it's really funny because he does not sound that's, like that at all, but I just want him to. Yeah. Well, that's a great, like, he's first Armenian. time smoker guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yo, so we're going to smoke out of this peace pipe right here, <laughs> which is actually a pipe for peace. Um, but but he, I remember us smoking with him, and then I was, and I was like, yeah, I don't feel it yet. I don't feel it. And he's like, it's okay, man. You probably won't feel it. I remember just sitting down, and I, could, I started cackling at nothing, and I couldn't stop. And then my other friend started cackling. And he's like, oh, shit, dude. Didn't sound like that. Oh, shit, they're fucking high. He yeah. definitely did say that, but yeah. it was more like in a cooler voice. Right. Not as high as that. Yeah, yeah. But then we were just, we were trying to drink Coke. We couldn't, we were spitting it out yeah, everywhere. Just coughing everywhere. Exactly. And then just trying to have conversations and then just saying the stupidest shit. Like, the TV sounds like a fucking chainsaw right now, dude. <laughs> Didn't even sound like one. At least you had no filter and you were just saying no, shit. Yeah, exactly. you were somewhat comfortable. Yeah, you're yeah. very comfortable. You don't, you don't, I think, because when I was smoking, I think I was like, I want to say like 15 or 16. Yeah. So you don't have that ego or at least I didn't have no, an ego about myself sure. yet. I think I was still like kind of socially aware of like, like, Oh, should I look cool in front yeah, of this girl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which by the way, if you're thinking that you're just, you're not going to, I remember being at the mall being like, be cool, be cool. And then be like, I am cool. And like, you know, just my buddy's like, dude, you were walking like fucking Gumby back there, man. You were like doing like <laughs> these really big, like hi ho, like foot raises. And like, <laughs> nobody walks like that. The cop's going to know we're fucked up. Dude, that reminds me of like uh, what's his name, Nick Swartzen stand up when oh, he's yeah. like the be cool, be cool, and then he just starts yelling. And I feel like that <laughs> happened all the time when I was younger. I remember sitting on a couch with the and the, the my friends had left me with these two girls, and uh, and I remember sitting on the couch and thinking that exact same thing. And 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 then I even asked them in the middle, and I was like, did I just say something? They're like, no, you didn't say anything. Am I acting weird? <laughs> like I almost started turning into a girl. Like that's yeah. like, oh my god, do you think he yeah, likes yeah. me? <laughs> Just so insecure. It was so bad, yeah. and it, I just felt so embarrassed. I wanted to, I wanted to like the couch folded out. I wanted to fold into it, <laughs> which would have been amazing if that did happen. Yeah. All right, see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> what did he smoke? How did he disappear into the couch like that? DMT, dude. Yeah, <laughs> DMT. Definitely done that before too. For real. Diplo and I did that. I think that's how I got like signed wow. to Mad Decent. Was wow. we did DMT on when when it was when it used to be UStream. And we we both smoked DMT on camera. And I remember we had to clean tea. <laughs> Let me look it up. Uh, wait, you, you we didn't get like it you didn't, did DMT because it was just it was readily available. Yeah. <laughs> had you because like for me done it before now. Yeah, because I've had a, a few instances <laughs> on mushrooms and pop brownies that have like kept me away now from other drugs because I had such bad freakouts. I, I I definitely have that story. Yeah. Do you want me to tell it? Yeah. If, yeah. yeah Unless yeah, you've been no, asked it a you. bunch and you've told it a bunch. No, no, no. I, I don't think I've told the story a bunch at all, actually. I don't think I've told it any to anybody. Or I mean, to like I've told it to friends, but like... Have you done on a show where there's a gummy bear, peanut M&M no. combo bowl? I also don't trust these, man. I, be, I feel like this is a lot of like weed stuff from no, MedMen. No, put out. Put out just... Um, just for just me? Just a few hours ago, yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, dude, that's all you. What if I just, <laughs> just feel <laughs> just it the whole time? <laughs> This is good. Well, Thomas Lennon joked about putting his dick in the gummy bears. But, I would do uh, that. He did not do that. So okay, also, cool. They're fresh gums. So I don't know. I don't trust them still. All right. <laughs> well, By I'll the way, I'll how, tell, no, I'm just kidding. Isn't I, I that illegal them. to just put weed edibles and just tell like? Well, I mean, my grandma 
messed up recently and she got uh my parents made high no and it's not like when i say made i mean like a, a woman that just comes over yes. and cleans every now yes. and then so i don't you know yeah a cleaner okay. yeah, yeah yeah there yeah. you go that's yeah. what it is i just I don't know. a cleaning lady i don't want people to think that my parents are like no in a ma- mansion yeah because made is a cleaning lady cool yeah <laughs> if you said like my butler or like the bitch my, you my like, butler got high the last bitch night you vacuums our our rug in the pool house i would have been like okay man also made no my pool know. has a rug in it <laughs> it's cool you don't have a pool rug dude <laughs> wow you fucking changed dude dude you're poor <laughs> holy shit you changed no you changed i've always been poor okay <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean That's amazing <laughs> okay so wait i'll tell the two stories Great. first my grandma by accident gave a, uh, a a wee lollipop to the to the cleaning lady while she was cleaning, and Dude, she that's started why candies crying. Are so dangerous, no! She started crying, and she so said, I don't know what's happening to me. And they had to call her husband to have her picked up. She like got into her car like this, like her arms crossed like above. A vampire. Uh, yeah, she was like, uh, uh, poor lady, dude. But she was possessed. By the way, if you don't do pot, it's and, uh, bad. Like and and or any sort of edible, you know, f- treats. And, and have, you, have to, you have to do it constantly. Also, even to know that that's a thing. Because, yeah. like, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that she didn't know weed lollipops were a thing. No. Because like, otherwise, taste like because otherwise you could tra- take like butthole. <laughs> yeah, well, this lollipop sucks, but I'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> is this uh, is this from the Tootsie Roll uh, people? <laughs> but like, you have to at least know that that's a thing, so that you can wrap your head around. All right, let me backtrack my steps. Yes. And go. Oh shit! What did I eat? Today? It was that. Yeah. And exactly. she's probably just like, oh my out. god. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna die soon. I'm gonna die soon. This is what happens when you die. Was she like? Was she was freaking out? Was she still like? Trying to clean stuff on her no, way. No, no, no. Okay. She was just like, uh, uh. yeah, that was it. It's like, yeah. All of a sudden, it was taken over, and she's like, I can't do anything. I Hear your my voice. husband. And now your grandma's also like, what a fucking emotional roller coaster for her. She, she, like, I thought I was doing a nice thing. <laughs> well, I don't think she even knew that it was a weed lollipop. No, as she well. just thought she was gifting a fun snack and midday. My, my dad, who's likes weed lollipops, was like, Love oh, you gave her one of my weed lollipops, and she's like, I didn't. Oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like 88 or something oh, like that. God. So she probably felt like the biggest bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bad. Fuck. But but the DMT story is way better. All right. Because that, that, one one that one's quick. That's also a great story. This is this is even she, better. Well, dude. let's also, like, let's conclude it. Did she? she she's fine. She's fine now. Yeah, 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 great. She was like, oh, it was a weed lollipop. Thank you. I thought I was going to die. Been, okay, because it would have been a way better story if you, like, didn't close <laughs> it. <laughs> and then I go, what about the ending? And you go, oh, yeah, she died on the way to the hospital. So anyway, DMT. Uh, that would be incredible. Other than the lollipop flavor after. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> if she's just like that to that day, she's like, I don't know what happened. I don't know if I'm going to die soon. I hope I don't have flashbacks. Uh, but anyways, yes, she knows it was a lollipop. Yeah, though. she does. She, does. she Thank God. has she sworn off candy now? Has she probably made some changes. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, would. yeah. She wouldn't. She's probably not going to take any candies from strangers, which is a well, great from thing. from grandma. Start with that, and R- then great go, show by the way. Candy from gra- grandma's. Yeah, remember? No, candy, candy from, from strangers. strangers yeah, yeah, that old show. Yeah, with um. Uh, what's her name? Um, so good. Sedaris. Yes. Yeah. So good. Um, okay. So the the this is the best story. So it. I'm going. So this is way beginning in my career of DJing. I'm DJing these random like this this event is is in Belden, California. Where's that? I'm gonna look up actually how many people uh, live in Belden, and I think it's around two thousand people. Belden, California. Do you have it faster than me? California. Belden. Belden, California population. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that there's like at Golden least maybe it's five thousand people. There's twenty two people there. Shit. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I don't know why it says twenty two. It people. says that too since twenty ten. 
Wait a minute. <laughs> Area code 530. Uh, Damn, uh, since 2010, there's 22 people that live in Belden, California. Holy oh my shit. God. Dude, where is... It looks gorgeous. It's cool. It's definitely like there's forest a bridge, area. Some so trees. There's de- I honestly think there was 2,000 people plus tr- those 22 people that live there. So it was 2,022 people in Belden, California at this festival that I was playing at. Maybe, actually, you know what? Honestly, it wasn't even 2,000. I want to say that there was 122 people. Okay. Because of the 22 that live there and the 100 that came to the festival. Because gotcha. it was not a lot of people. Small festival? Yeah, yeah. It was just like, this was very... Early on. This is, so there's, there's like these people called Wooks now. Wooks are like very, uh, they look like, uh, who are the kids that train hop? Uh, crust punks. Oh, yeah. They look like a version of crust punks, but gotcha. they listen to only dance music. So yeah. they're called Wooks. And they are just interesting people. So this is like a full on Wook festival. And I'm playing, they got like glitch hop happening. And if you haven't heard glitch hop, it's like boom. How do you dance to that? I don't, dude, as a Wook, you're probably on DMT <laughs> yeah. and you're dancing like. <laughs> It, okay, so so as we're driving up, I'm driving up with this dude, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, we were just riffing and talking," and and he was like, "Yeah, I have this my friend up there, he's like the DMT master," and I was like, "Yeah, I've done DMT before. I've never like tripped out on it though, like what what people say." And he's like, "Man, you should do it with this guy. It'll be awesome." So I'm like, "Okay, cool. Why not? I'm in Belden, California. I don't know what the fuck is going on." Yeah. So so I play this festival. There's like seven people dancing to my music, <laughs> and after I end. I find the guy and he's like, yeah, let's go in front of the festival and we can smoke it out of my bong. So he gives me his bong and he's like, and I don't know why so many people when you're first doing drugs are like, because this, this kind of has to go back to the first time I smoked weed. The guy goes, so you're going to want to take a hit of this, hold it in. It probably won't work. And then you're going to want to do another one oh, and God. then it'll work. Oh God. So I'm like, okay, I'll take a huge one. So I take a huge one and I'm holding it in and I... I immediately pass. I had just also got the flashback of the feeling that I got yeah. right when I was smoking it. Yeah, like yeah. it's like this tingling in your body. I pass it back to him and I was like, Oh yeah, it's going to happen. He's like, all right, see you later. <laughs> 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 yeah. It was so bad. So then I'm like, all Where right, go. Cool. So he just, he disappeared. My eyes turned into fucking kaleidoscopes. Whoa. I remember taking my hat off and being like, Oh shit. Oh shit. I closed my eyes. And then, uh, I mean, no one really cares about these stories. Cause it's like, it was my imagination. It's like me well, that's telling, why we care. Okay, you care. We want to see it through your eyes. Okay, if you yeah. care, I shot down. I wasn't into there. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like telling a story of like a dream you had. Yeah, you know when but this actually like, happened. Yeah, for this, sure. But you remember this? Yeah, yeah, I remember this. I shot down because dreams like, usually start like halfway through where you're like, dude, I was I, on this I train <laughs> and this dragon was driving it, and um, fuck, dude, it was crazy. It was and so vivid, but I gas. forgot everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I want to hear this. So I shot down into a cube and then this pirate clown started saying, I'm not ready. And it sounded like his voice was on like a vinyl where it was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then I shot down into like this weird oasis of rainbows. Cool. Shot back down into the cube again where the fucking clown kept saying that shit. Then I thought I was in an ambulance. It was like, dude, it, I felt like I was like, remember Jodie Foster in fucking, uh, what's that alien movie where she drops through the fucking the um why can't i think of this not the one where she was the mother of the kid who played chess no yeah i was joking yeah. <laughs> say, what was that? jody foster contact contact remember contact oh, yeah where she drops through that fucking thing and then yeah. she goes there but it looks like it's for a yep. second that's what dmt is you you i was tripping out jody foster i was jody foster for a second so i i was with the fucking clown great name for a movie by the way jody foster for a second or a band <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Dude, we're going to see Jodie Foster for a second tonight. 
Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, the band. Oh, so yeah. not actual Jodie Foster. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. The band's way no, fucking dude, cooler. No, dude, but I love that you think I know her. <laughs> and I love that your relationship is so shitty that we can only see each just other for, for a, a second. second. <laughs> just got to say hi real quick, man. She's a fucking bitch. <laughs> Holy shit. Can't stop talking about contact. That movie fucking sucked. Actually, I love that movie. But no, Great movie. shot down. And then and then uh, I when I was in the ambulance, I thought I pissed my pants. So when I came to... Cause I was, my eyes were closed for a while and then I came to, uh, my hat was over my pants and I remember like patting my, my crotch really fast. And I was trying like, to dry things up. Oh, oh wait, hold on, I skipped a step. When I thought that my, I had pissed my pants. I was like, fuck, fuck. Everyone's going to see that I pissed my pants. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh wait, there's a bunch of hippies. Like they're probably going to be like, yo, this guy fucking pissed his pants. He's so tight. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, I was like fine with it. And then I came to, and I didn't piss my pants. And then I looked at the guy and I was like, cool, man. All right. I'll see you later. And that was it. And I walked back to my room, which was behind the DJ booth. So the whole night, I'm just hearing fucking DJ noises. But is that distracting? And when you do DMT, honestly, you get the best night's sleep ever. I didn't even fucking hear shit, except okay. for random hippies kept coming into my room. Dude, I felt like I was at Woodstock. Where were you staying? I was staying in some random. They were. <laughs> <laughs> this is before I like had a tour manager or anything. Yeah, it was just. The, I told the guy I wanted to go to sleep and he kind of just found a bed for me. It was like that. Like it was that type of like, oh, let me see if fucking Rachel's sleeping. No, Rachel's not sleeping right now. Okay, you can sleep in this bed. I'll tell Rachel to sleep in the other bed. Wow. Yeah. It was it, it, it was like, it was definitely a wild time in like in my career where it was like starting out. You don't have a barometer of like what's okay and what's yeah. not. Yeah, you're just so pumped to be doing the gig, right? Exactly, exactly. So you kind of like make good on the... You, other uh you're just you're so pumped to be even to even have a place to go to exactly. where there might be a bed there's there's this one time i always recall in a bunch of interviews and it was where i was playing in dallas texas at house of blues where they hold 500 people nice. and three people showed up three people that's it and the guy was like hey do you think you can go on i think more people might come but they might not and if they don't then we'll just take you off after 15 minutes and i was like totally i remember just being so fucking fine with it and being like oh that kind of sucks that you know, but I'm I'm in Dallas, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I played for the three dudes, and they were doing the Bernie, fucking like that dance. Yeah. And I'd play for them for 15 minutes, and then they were like, "All right, we're gonna cut it because like no one's coming." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And I remember I went to Hooters, and just had fried pickles, and <laughs> yeah, it was it, dude, it was fucking amazing. Wait, so you were on, a and build? I was by myself too. Were you on? You weren't. It wasn't just built as just you, uh, was it? No. Yeah, I think it was the House of Blues gig. <laughs> yeah. But once have been like just in the early stages of you this getting, is very, yeah, yeah, this is like before I was introduced to the world. Yeah, yeah, before I had like a, a a big following. So had you done any videos? No, wow, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, no, because there would be more than three people for sure. Maybe, I don't know. Is it tough to get? I mean, and now this is segueing it. By the way, crazy story. <laughs> DMT. I've had a few opportunities to do it, and I might now because that sounds less abrasive than what I've been pitched. And it's a great ego. It pushes you right back into like. You, so you are hallucinating. You, that, you dude, you hallucinate like crazy. But I, I enjoy think, I enjoy my trips on mushrooms. And it, just, and it's for ten minutes. It's not that long. Oh wow! Yeah, All that's that what I'm saying. You're you're Jodie Foster, man. For, for more for than a second. a second. For a second and ten minutes. Jodie Foster for a second. <laughs> oh my god, that's a great, that's a fucking. All right, well that's maybe CMT. maybe doing it with you will be safer, dude. And, I'm and so. Uh, I don't know what would happen. I'm, I'm to down. Brad might. Sh I don't want Brad to like he's, shrink into an even he's smaller version of himself. Yeah, he might be too short to do it. Yeah. And then Are there height requirements? Out. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that if you like, because the guy made me take such a huge hit. Oh, really? And I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm and six foot. And it's just one person that's 
I guess, gauging He was, your... like, shamaning me, I guess. But, I mean, do they look at you and go, all right, six feet, you take six reps, or is it, like... <laughs> I don't how, think it's what's that their... scientific. <laughs> I think he's just like, yo, take a huge rip. If it doesn't work, take a bigger take one. another one. <laughs> yeah, take a bigger one. If that one doesn't work either, take another yeah, take one. Yeah, take another one. If that doesn't work, it probably did. You're a pussy. Take another, <laughs> just because you won't even We're know. We're probably going to have to put this DMT up your ass, <laughs> which is totally fine. I've done it before. <laughs> I'm doing it right now, actually. You should be feeling it. Dude, it's in my butt. <laughs> Wait, so, okay, so to even get, let's go back to school then for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So, photography school, now you're, um, yes. uh, and I was asking, when did music become, what What was the music that at first when, got when, you? I know, I know what question you're asking. That got you like, oh, fuck, like, I just, because I think everyone, even if you don't end up in the um, performing and, and music business and becoming an artist of, of any kind, like everyone has the uh, like, I have buddies that you know have favorite comics, even though they're not comedians. Yeah. So like, what was stuff that you heard that made you? Go, I'll I want to be around it more. I'll tell you that. So the, the stuff that made me want to be an actor was Jim Carrey. Yeah. In Dumb and Dumber, The Mask. Yes. Liar. Like I was so liar, young. Liar, come on. Liar, liar. Me too. By the way, him and Robin Williams were from Dude, Sandler. Robin Williams, incredible. But Jim Carrey probably at the top. Yeah. Because you're like. How is he being that big and that contained? Like even Ace Ventura, it's like, and it did, oh, I it believe that's a real guy. It wasn't cringy. Yeah. Like when you watch that, you're not like, ah, it's just too big. Yeah. It, it, it's it's incredible to like, I don't feel like he can do that now because I feel like no. it will be, it'll look so forced. Well, the Dumb and Dumber like remake was just like, oh, the, my God. it was too much time had passed. Yeah. Not that he couldn't be funny. It's just like, you're doing a caricature of yourself right now. Yeah, exactly. Are you a man or a woman? Do you have a wallet? Do you have stuff in your pockets that you shove into your wallet that looks like George Costanza's wallet from Seinfeld and people make funny on the street because they see your big-ass wallet leaking bullshit like like deodorant sticks and mints and condoms that may or may not have been opened and you tried to try it on in the bathroom and you realized it was too big and then you get insecure so you take out your subway stamp card but you drop your wallet and your SAG card and you realize this wallet I'm carrying around sucks I need a better wallet that makes me look cool and appropriately fits all of my shit well guess what look no further baby the Ridge wallet is here for you the Ridge wallet is a minimalist front the Ridge Wallet is a front pocket wallet, baby, that helps you reevaluate your everyday carry. It was started by a father-son team, which is crazy to me. It makes me wish my dad and I did something cool like this instead of just a bullshit Pinewood Derby car. But these guys got funded on Kickstarter in 2013, and now the Ridge Wallet resides in pockets of over a quarter million men and women all over the world. It is made by two metal plates, okay, either titanium, carbon fiber, or aluminum, and it's bound together by a durable elastic band. Brad and I both have it. And I'm telling you, I got the aluminum one. Brad has a titanium wallet, and it looks sleek, dude. It just, I, we've already gotten compliments. When you take it out, it keeps everything tight and compact together. And uh, you can carry way less, uh, but always have what you need. And that's one of the huge benefits. It was designed to let you ditch your bulky wallet. You know what I'm saying? We all stuff too much shit in our pockets, and we don't need to. It's got a lifetime guarantee. It's the last wallet you'll ever buy. And again, it comes in titanium, carbon fiber, aluminum, and polycarbonate, and over a dozen different styles and colors. So there's a wallet for everybody. All right? So what you do is you go to www.ridgewallet.com slash ALN and use promo code ALN10 to get 10% off your order. Ridgewallet.com slash ALN using the promo code ALN10 to get 10% off your order and get a Ridge Wallet today, baby. Organize your life. All right? You'll feel better. Trust me. So okay, so that that started to spark the acting that was, bug. That was the acting bug, and then the music one was I 
heard so I, I I'd been sort of getting into electronic music through like DJ AM. My friend Eamon played me a bunch of of dance music that he had been finding on like blogs. And this was during like the blog house era, yeah. quote unquote. Like Hype Machine was huge. And uh, it was this group, Bloody Beatroots. They had done a remix to Metallica Seek and Destroy. And I was super into like industrial metal and, and punk rock stuff like that. So when I heard Seek and Destroy, I felt like it, they had enhanced it to a level where I was like, yo, we could mosh this, but this one, you can punch a wall yeah. over and over yeah, and yeah. you'll feel great. So that's when I was like, this is really cool. I want to see, I want to go down the rabbit hole of more electronic music. And then I heard this guy, Rusko. And that's the moment where I was like, I want to try to make that sound. Cause it was like the sound design of it that I was like, this is, it sounds so incredible. I want to figure out what this guy's doing. Yeah. And so I went, I moved to Atlanta and I worked with my friend Corey Nita for um, like, a, I think like four months. And then, I I flew or I got I went back to LA because I ran out of money. I, I went there on five hundred bucks. Whoa, not enough. Five hundred bucks living on a on a kitchen floor on a blow up mattress at his place, and uh, and then I, I flew back, stayed at my parents' house, and I I to, told my parents I was like, look, I fucking hate school. Don't want to go back to school. Let me live in the back house for a year and try to hone in my craft because I had heard that that expression of like if you put in ten thousand hours, you're a master at something. Yep. And then I was like, I'm not going to go out and do anything. I'm literally just going to do this. So for a year, I stayed in my back house. And I, I don't think I left the house maybe like 10 times to like go out and, and see anything. But, but what during was that keeping time, you there so much? Just, I was just like grinding on Ableton. I was every day I was opening the, just trying to figure out the program and working on it more and more and more and more and more. Wow. Just and then, waking up. I mean, would you put in like full immediately? Full days? Yeah. Yeah. I would go from like eight o'clock in the morning all the way until night until my parents were like, dude, shut the fuck up. Wow. Stop. Yeah. What are they hearing? Just dude. I remember my mom was trying to nap one day and she was just like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut up for one second. Cause when you're, when you're working on music, especially when you suck, (laughs) it's it's already bad. And then you're like, you're pausing and playing something over and over again. Yeah. And it's just fucking annoying as fuck on a much smaller scale when i played the clarinet for three years and i was practicing <laughs> 50, oh dude that was that sounded great i wish that's what i sounded like it was way worse and so again mom just being like shut even neighbors i had neighbors screaming one time dude i bet your because, mom was like why the fuck did i get him the clarinet oh yeah well she wanted me to play the sax anyway so uh, she was like well hopefully this is a stepping stone <laughs> and it was like nope it actually just you just made me feel worse about myself because i failed at this so bad i don't even want to try the next one i tried to do saxophone yeah. back in in, oh, in middle school I wish did you one second fuck fuck all those buttons man I mean I it's know hard. It, and it looks so fun though it like, does the guys that kill it when you can riff it, but it's you gotta put it like honestly you just gotta grind yeah but it's not one of those instruments that you can like bring to a party and bust out although maybe uh, if you I did in college I bet I probably I bet anyone would have been fired up to see that guy if you had done sexy sax man the, oh, like wow. yo I think you would have been the hit. You yeah. would have been the guy that's playing. Hey there, Delilah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you would have accompanied him. Yes. But then like take like, a... Yo, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, dude, the guitar guy would have been like, Fuck. Fuck. God damn it, dude. Yeah. Greg with his fucking saxophone all the time. I'm trying to play Hey There, Delilah. And he comes in with the fucking goddamn solo. Steals every girl, dude. I can't even ride his wake. <laughs> Every girl's like, no, dude, I'm waiting for Greg. No, dude, I'm waiting for Greg. When's Greg coming? <laughs> It'd be like that guy from uh, um, Can't Hardly Wait. Seth Green? No, no, no. no. Remember the guy when he, like, the nerd? When oh, he yeah. becomes really cool? Oh, yeah. 
Like every girl's like, I'm waiting to go in the makeout room with him. Oh, yeah. That's Greg with the what saxophone if you busted movie. in. Yeah. Wasn't he, didn't he DJ at that party too? Yeah, dude, he yeah. played it. Uh, uh, um, That's a kid from Road Trip too, right? No, it's no. not. What kid is that? That's a, uh, oh man. I'm he looking was him up in, right he was now. In, he was in the new guy as well. That's, he, he has some really weird name. Can't hardly wait cast. Dude, they just knew we were doing it. Oh, dude, I love that movie so much. That movie is incredible. The brownie, when the brownie gets chucked it. Oh, dude, it's this fucking kid. Um, I don't want to waste it. <laughs> oh, here he is. Uh, wow. It was a kid in Hook, too. Wait, he was the boy in Hook. I'm pulling yes. up his name. Yeah. Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. His name is... Uh, uh, come on, give it to me. Uh, not Jerry O'Connor. Silver Blur, Jason Siegel. What the fuck? I love that kid. You know, I'll just type in little boy from Hook. <laughs> little boy from... By the way, you type in little boy F- from... FBI already is Little like boy on from you. Up, little boy from It, little boy from Coco. Hook is not even on here. A lot of little boy stuff. <laughs> yeah, the FBI's already like, track is Google. <laughs> Charlie Cosmo. I don't remember that name at all. Yeah. Well, Charlie, shout out to you, dude. I mean, he's... Uh, but wait, I'm thinking about the other guy, too, from Road Trip. That, that like, lanky Yeah, dude. the, um, yes. What's his name? Uh... Road trip. You got it. Who, yeah, from the new guy too. Oh yeah, here he is. Uh, DJ Qualls. Yeah, dude. Dude, what a good name. What the fuck? Oh, so he's an actual DJ? Or was that his? Yeah. His... <laughs> he's an actual. Uh, he started out as a DJ from a child birth. You know. That is crazy. Now, just to put a, a pin dude, in Tom our Green. our trajectory of of Tom your, Green. Uh, that was a good one too. So when good. I saw him and Andy Dick. Or Andy Milanakis? And Andy Milanakis, dude, yeah, all those. Right? Yeah. So then, okay, so then that's getting the acting bug. So that's just, like, uh, getting you the performing, right, that makes you go, all right, I think I want to do something in that. Well, I had gone to, I, I went to the school LOXA, and uh, and that's when I was doing photography. It was, like, the, this this arts high school, and I had tried to get into the acting class. I, 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 I auditioned, and I got in, and then the fucking piece of shit visual arts, head of visual arts fucking hate that bitch wherever you are oh god fuck you oh god seriously she's such a piece of shit she wouldn't let me transfer and i was telling her i'm like dude i don't fucking like visual art I've done it for two years i want to go and do acting yeah and i i wish i mean maybe it's better that i didn't but it was so shitty because she was like well we can't let you transfer because your grades are too low in visual arts and it's like yeah let me fucking yeah, transfer because so i, I get like better it. grades <laughs> what the you fuck understand? what fucking person doesn't realize oh yeah we should let him go Maybe let's just let this one kid go because he what doesn't want to do visual arts. It's like if you're at a restaurant and you're like, hey, I'd love to get the uh, tiramisu. They're like, well, we noticed you only ate half your burger. Yeah, because yeah, I don't fucking like it. I want dessert now. <laughs> well, you had yeah, to finish your burger. But that's not up to you. No, it is. The chef said no. <laughs> the, the chef, chef said, said finish his burger like a big boy. Yeah, or else you can't get I dessert. Think you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then you... Okay, so, so being in the back house... Also, uh, wait, by the way, yeah. I had passed... Back to Algebra 2. I yeah. had passed Algebra 2 by writing an essay on why I should be able to pass Algebra 2. Amazing. Yeah. I feel like that's some, like, that's some, what the fuck? That's some weird <laughs> yeah, matrix shit. I don't know how that <laughs> That was confusing. They were just like, yeah, pass. The guy's like, you know what? This is a good essay. <laughs> okay. You wow. can pass Algebra 2. So you need teachers like that, too. It was just amazing. I was like, all Thank right. God. You fucking one up. Thank me. God. I would have not, I would have not gotten out of high school. Uh, so you didn't transfer. I, I went to yeah I went to Santa Monica Community College I tr- I I uh, I dropped all my classes when I was hungover. It was one. It was this time one to do morning. it. I was so hungover and I was I was with my friend and I was looking at all my classes and I was just like this is whack. 
this is really whack. And I was like, I'm going to drop out. And she's like, no, don't do it. Just dropped out right there. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe you just did that. What the fuck? You're such a baller. Wow. You should go eat Subway now. <laughs> and I Treat did. yourself to a foot long. <laughs> Get the chips. They're extra, but you can do it. Get those cookies. Live on the edge. You're obviously doing it. <laughs> Already. Wait, so and it was amazing. had you already moved out of Atlanta at this point? I hadn't gone to Atlanta yet. Okay. Yeah. I, so I remember going, I actually did go to Subway and I went <laughs> and I got a foot long and I ate it and I was like, fuck, I got to call my parents and tell them I, I dropped out. And I thought it was going to be the worst conversation ever. And I called my dad and I was like, yo, I know you're probably gonna be pissed, but I dropped out. And he was like, nah, man, you just got to figure out how to make money. And I was like, okay. Cool. Um, I kind of want to go into doing photography assisting. He's like, all right, cool. I'll try to figure out how I can help you, but you got to hustle. And so that's what I did. I got a bunch of jobs working as a, uh, as a photo assistant uh, with this dude, Chris Baldwin, Anthony Mandler. And it was super fun working with Chris Baldwin. He's like the coolest dude yeah. ever taught me the ropes, like with a bunch of fucking jaded asshole photography assistants. It was so much fun. Oh, yeah. The amount of shit talking. It really? was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a pretty fun world to be a part of? Yeah, Absolutely cool it shoots and jobs and fun shoots it wasn't like being a pa which i was a long time that sucks yeah that's when you're just like doormat i know i've done that too photo assistant you're you're like you're i think you're more of like the knocker yeah you're no one's standing on you but like you're just getting like you know yeah knocked a while. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a good hey, hey, yeah need this you're the doorbell or yeah. something like that yeah yeah that's fine yeah you're a nice doorbell exactly it was people fantastic. excited to press you because they yes they know that they need to do that in order to get something. And it was easier. Like people, you got a little bit more respect. I think as a PA, you know, especially in fucking Hollywood, it, there's a lot of assholes. Yeah. What kind of gigs would you get? Man. Like, so the photo. Like the coolest set you got to be on? Photo assistant stuff was fun because we did like Vogue shoots and, and like other spreads. Uh, the worst one was this Ciroc commercial where I was a PA. And that's when the producer was such a fucking douchebag. I bet you can attest to like you know well, there's Dude. a lot of times when the producers just like you i just wish they weren't there because they were such assholes yeah you're like dude you're flexing muscle you don't have yeah you're like you're clearly bad at what you do because otherwise you wouldn't be such a dick <laughs> to compensate exactly. you're like trying to throw around power like also the set isn't worthy of what you're of the the tune you're bringing yes absolutely even if it was you like that would be maybe a, a place where you're like all right yeah there's a lot of moving parts it's a fucking multi-million dollar shoot. Like, the guy was acting like a director, but there was already a director that wasn't being an asshole. Yeah, it's like, dude, I can tell your socks don't match. Like, clearly, you're not the guy to be spreading these types of vibes. Micro penis, <laughs> for sure, definitely. The guy that zooms down sunset <laughs> in the car, like going just seventy five, and my dick's huge. <laughs> yeah, he screams that. Yeah, I got a big dick. <laughs> Please believe me. Uh, okay, so so then that's a cool. Now you're getting to be on sets. Yeah, just. Learn, um, learning, you know, vibing with people, uh, talking about like, you know, just random shit, asking photographers how to get into the business. Most of them were like, don't. Oh, really? <laughs> that's, I feel like it's every job though. Yeah. Like, I think I say that now to people that are like, I, I know. Well, cause you know how tough it is and you know, the hours and the, it's also, if someone's asking, I mean, I think everyone does it, but to me, it's like, if you're asking someone like for a shortcut or for how do I get in mm -hmm. instead of just having this and I think some people are just maybe born with this innate sense of like, I just got to start doing shit. Yeah. Versus let me ask the right person that'll tell you know, like my mom. There's always no right to, answer. No. Ever. And so you, you have to, if there's not something inside you that's just like, I better just start doing stuff. Exactly. And then along the way, yeah, like, like I remember the first uh, older comic I met that 
after I'd been doing it for three years, I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down and pick his brain for a minute. Yeah. But I didn't do it right away because no. then you're getting too much info. It's like, you got to start doing it. And exactly. then have something to to a base at least to be like, well, here's what I've been doing. And they're like, cool, man. Keep doing that. But also <laughs> think about that. Also, don't just practice in front of the mirror. Go to an actual comedy club and do it. And yep. You're like, oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Really? Yeah. But what about the audience in my head? Can they come? <laughs> like, all right, maybe actually move home. <laughs> stop doing DMT, dude. <laughs> yeah, stop. stop it. Yeah. Are you Jody Foster? For a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So then you, so then, but you have to have a moment where you're like, photography is a means to an end. I'm yeah. yeah for top, it was actually the, the Ciroc commercial was where I was like this. I don't want to do this anymore. Gotcha. I don't, I don't, because like the photography assisting wasn't turning into me being able to book stuff. Also, I tried to a couple times and I sucked like doing, I, I had always been really obsessed with like landscape photography. I wanted to do uh, like national geographics. Yeah like that shit and uh, like Ansel Adams stuff, silver prints. Yeah. And when I was at school, I was actually learning how to do darkroom processing and everything in that. And then digital came around and I was like, just, it didn't interest me as much because I liked the process of that. So that's where I kind of was like, all right, cool. I tried this enough where I don't think I really want to do it because it's going to turn into digital. And I just, it's not, it's not the same passion. Right. So that's when I was like, fuck this. Cool. I'm out. And, and then that's when I, uh, I don't really know what happened, but like all of a sudden, I think I like heard in like Lincoln Park and Slipknot, there was like a DJ in them. And I remember hearing the noise of that and being like, I fucking love the sound of turntables. I want to see what I can do with that. I suck at turntables. Suck. Oh, really? So that didn't work out for a while. And then, I don't know, I just kind of floated around and like you know I, I think i'd like promoted at nightclubs a bit yeah just to kind of be in the i did scene everything a yeah I, I sold coffee or sold coffee i i worked at a coffee shop yeah i sold suits <laughs> that's what i was trying to say the, yeah. they, that i've had my own stroke i sold uh, suits to baristas at coffee shops it was crazy man sold two because they didn't really need you know, them you don't look like a barista with this suit though <laughs> you could <laughs> hey dude that's a great pitch <laughs> this is a barista suit <laughs> But I worked at Jay Lindeberg, sold suits for a while. I worked at American Apparel in the backstock. I worked as my godfather's assistant for for uh, interior decorating. I did. I washed people's hair. Uh, what? Yeah, dude. I did every odd job. I like. I I just went out there and was like trying to make money for beer. While you are while you are practicing turntabling and, and no, creating I, music. No, I think I was somewhat like. Uh, that, it's a very blurry yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Well, because you were probably just so dialed in and so I was like, hustling so your hard. Your head is looking forward so much. Yeah. Right, that I mean, I, I know that there, there, for that year when I was just working on music, I really was only, uh, I, I was going out and like I had like a certain amount of DJ gigs where I was like, I was playing at the Roosevelt and I would make like 500 bucks from playing, or maybe it was 200 bucks. It was 250. That's what it was. 250 for the opening slot. And I would do the 250 and I would pay my parents. I, every month I had to pay them $500 rent that would go towards me moving out. Cool. It was a really cool thing that my dad did actually. Because awesome. he was like, yo, you pay me this, but I want you to understand that you have to, you know, So you're basically, he was saving it for you yeah, he, when you moved he out. Yeah, he did my own savings what for me. What a cool move. Um, I had to pay him back. I got a DUI when I was 18. Yikes. I paid him back though. It was like 10 grand. For a DUI? Because I got, so I got a, I got a, they, they, Thank God for my parents. They paid this lawyer to get it down to a wet and reckless, which can get expunged from your record. But that cost that amount of money. Dude, I fucked up their like vacation money so oh, badly. God. Yeah, I was the shitty. What's kid. that call like? That was uh, that hey, was. Remember how you were gonna go to Cabo? Well, it uh, was so bad. Actually, gonna go to the. Uh, there's actually a guy named Cabo in the cell I'm staying in. <laughs> 
so you can meet him. And uh, he's super cool. He man. makes margaritas apparently in his toilet. So. He says I've got a job if I need one in the prison. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, they, they were they were pissed. But uh, but that I think that also getting a DUI helped me with with understanding like okay, cool. Was one, that kind of your last straw of like that was like all right, I gotta just go bad, to work. Bad boy days are gotta be over, over here. Yeah, yeah. That was I lost my car. Like brand, like my dad got me a black you know Jetta that was fantastic. Nope. So good. Lost it though, huh? Yeah. Gone. That is a very sobering thing to get for a at, whole at, year. At eighteen too to just have things that you're so accustomed to just well, be taken away. Listen how shitty this is. So when I got the DUI, I only had a year left on that car too, like oh. my 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 lease. And then my dad was like, "Well, I'm not I'm not leasing you another fucking car, dude." Wow. So I just didn't have a car for a long time for like a couple years after that. Yeah, that is a growing pain for sure. Yeah. And then the to... car that I got was this Ford Focus station wagon that some grandma used to drive. It had a beep in it, but the beep was not so that you could, you know, it wasn't like for your surroundings. No, it was a grandma beep. It was a grandma beep of like, I'm backing up. Make sure that you don't get it in the back of my car because I can't see. I got cataracts. <laughs> If that was the horn, that would be Dude, amazing. It's imagine, just a long grandma sentence. Imagine being... That would be amazing. Back up cataracts. <laughs> Back up cataracts. Wait, imagine being like a 20, 20 21-year-old year old dude. Because I got when I was 18, uh, the DUI. Imagine being like 21 and being at a party and being like, I can't back up, dude. People are going to see the car I'm driving. I couldn't back out of spots sometimes until like people would leave. Oh, my God. Because it would be like, beep, beep. And everyone like, oh, shit. It's just doing this fucking shitty Ford. <laughs> Oh my god. Don't hit anything, you piece of shit. <laughs> People love to heckle cars when you're at that dude, age too. Dude, absolutely. Yeah. Look at that fucking dude cuz I used to hang out with like all the Brentwood kids that had rich parents. Oh wow. Like I I came that from like a lower middle huh? class. Yeah, yeah. How would you but again just being I mean how would you fit in with I, did. I, mean, I guess yeah. I was just the lanky art kid. That, but like, you were fun and funny, right? Exactly. I was That just always the funny, gets you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an easy in any group uh, but especially like the rich kid thing. If you are it helps funny and so fun, much. they're like, come on in, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's Dylan. He's poor, but he's really funny. Yeah, he's so funny, dude. <laughs> we'll buy him shoes if he makes us laugh for the whole year. I'll give him my hand-me-downs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wore these for one day. I don't fucking like them yeah. anymore. <laughs> Great, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for this. I used to get just hand-me-downs for my brother. For real? Yeah. Like what? We were like lower middle class, though. Yeah. It was like, it was yeah, good. Yeah. But, they, but cool. they definitely, they, my parents definitely like would make money and then just put it all towards us. That's such a big move for your dad to stack that up like that. Yeah. So then, okay, so then that gives you now this just greater sense of like, all right, these gigs, I got to get more gigs, right? Yes. So, so when you're DJing, how, yo, how I did passed you have out an actual mixtape, by the way, just Whoa. analog. Whoa. <laughs> like I went around with a CD and gave it to the dude at the Roosevelt. When you, like your first, like, yeah, yeah, I would so make, after you spent hours in Atlanta in that back house and like, do you, when you get to that point to where you're like, all right, now I feel like I'm. I got something that I want to share. Like, I remember when well, I first put sketches on YouTube, there was a moment where I had to go, all right, this is me, like when YouTube hit, like saying like, all right, I'm ready for any sort of critique <laughs> for people to see like, you know, where you start to go, I'm going to start putting myself out there mm -hmm. and sh telling people that I want you to see this, right? I feel like at the beginning time though, when you, what, probably for you and I, like how old are you? 36. 36, I'm 31. So, I mean, you're a little bit further up, yeah. but you're in like my brother's and my brother's age range and that i feel like that connected me to that yeah we didn't we didn't grow up with phones like we were at the beginning of kazaa when we saw like heather i deep throat yeah. you know fucking shout out to her dude right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um and like all the weird fucking internet stuff that was like happening at the beginning yep. um 
so I feel like you probably got into YouTube the same time that I did, which was very beginning. So yeah. there wasn't as many trolls yeah. of like hating just no. to, to get comments. No. Cause I feel like that happens way more now yes. where it's like, so well, people have more time to, people were just were wanting to consume everything that was out there. They yeah. didn't have time to sit and write about it. Uh, <laughs> exactly. They were just like, Oh shit, I saw that. Then another one's right there. Let me just watch that. It was just consuming. Exactly. So, but, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it was, that was definitely a different time. And like, I feel like people were more open to putting themselves out there. And I think now it's, I guess still are. So you made the tapes and you would hand them out and then what? Yeah. Like, but so they didn't have, I don't think they had a lot of my music on there. Cause I think I still sucked at that time. Right. So I knew not to put a lot. So it was more of like, I'm passing out a mixtape with a bunch of music that I would play there. And then that's how I got booked where like one of my, this guy, David Schneider, shout out to him, like gave me that first job at the Roosevelt where he's like, I'm going to try to get you as much as I can. But like, are there a lot know. of people you're competing with or is that a big yeah, deal yeah. to get a job? I mean, it was, the Roosevelt's dope. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like, it's, that's a, that was a it's, big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I had blinders on, on how, how many people were trying to get the job that I was trying to go for. Which was great. Now that you're in it and super successful, is, are, are there tons? Like yeah, right now, so are there much. in LA? Especially there, I mean, during like that whole DJ boom. Right. There was, I, I luckily hit. How tough was it for DJ boom to come up in the DJ boom? All right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but. Uh, he's, he's tough. He's tough, man. He's, a t- he's still going. <laughs> he's still going, man. He's still trying to make that boom happen again. <laughs> but like, when was that boom? I feel like that happened. Um, like D- Daft Punk really helped yeah. that that get big. DJ Am really helped at that time in, in like LA and like playing it in top forty clubs. And then um, I remember when Tiesto pl- like Tiesto played Coachella, and then Calvin Harris started getting like that. It that all started kind of like uh, it all started moving festivals. And stuff yeah, too, exactly. Right? It all started making that th- like the electronic scene move forward. And then um, and so that's getting you excited, right? When you're seeing that, are yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Where, where are you in your stage as all that's happening? I I was. Like I was never a really big fan of that. I I was a huge fan of Calvin Harris, but yeah. I was never really like a big fan of of. I was more of like a Diplo fan, right? Like Mad Decent. Yeah, yeah. I was more of like that, like Major Lazer, all that stuff. So that was more of like, all right, I, Major Lazer's playing in that tent. Like I could, if I keep working, I can definitely try to get there. And then that's it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Haven't you played Coachella a bunch? Yeah, I played Coachella like four times now. That's fucking crazy. It's so cool, dude. It's the. I, I've I, never I, been. Are you gonna do it again? I don't know. All right, I hope so. I want to. That'll be my reason to go. I, I it's it's incredible. The first time I, that it happened for me, that's when I was like, I fucking, because that was always my goal. Like my my first, the first goal though that I ever had was really tiny. It was I wanted to play Cinespace in L.A. Great spot. Yeah, and and it was, and I remember that was also a thing where it was like I have to make music to be able to play there, and that's when I was like, all right, I'm, sh- I'm going to go make music. And then the Rusco thing happened. That's when I was like, oh, now I really know what I want to make because of this. And then that's when I was like, I think I got to play there. And I was like, all right, cool. I achieved that pretty fast. Maybe I should try to do something else. Wow. And then it just kind of kept steamrolling. And I got, I honestly just got lucky. Like, yes, I, hu- like, I hustled really hard, but I was really lucky with the certain time that this was happening. And, and, you know, luckily being a little bit ahead of the curve of like, being really interested in that music. You said you had to make your own music to bring to the yeah, so, so I could play at Cinespace because right. I could get I could play at the Roosevelt and I could play at like back then it was like Coco de Ville or or my house and doing just what just playing like, just playing other people's music and, right. And then I I did get a job at Dre's where I was the sound guy for a while, and that was pretty fun. So to really separate yourself, you have to you come have to in make with your own shit. Yeah, and that's how any 
uh, and I think just DJing that helped me understand the structure of how songs are supposed to be played and, and set up so that I could actually make it on my computer. Fuck. <laughs> and the whole, uh, when I read two on your, your bio, by the way, is fucking crazy. I, I mean, I, I mean, I have you even like is. read it or seen it? No. Never. What is it? Um, <laughs> Moom, no, Moom, Moombatone. Moombatone, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, for our listeners. It's reggaeton meets dance music. Yeah. Yeah. Infused. That's insane. Uh, <laughs> Moombatone pioneer, proud Jim Carrey disciple, platinum selling <laughs> DJ and producer, host and creator of TBS's digital One Deeper Talks, actor and all around nice guy, Dylan Francis, continues to disrupt entertainment in all forms. <laughs> By 2017, the Los Angeles born artist had solidified himself as a uh, veritable social media era renaissance man. By the way, that's crazy how many followers you have. Like, I hope to get there sooner than later because, will. man, like, how great is that? What happened first, the, the fucking millions of views on your videos on YouTube or the social media? Like, do they kind of... I think they kind of go... They, they, yeah, they were kind of... They kind of built together of, like, once, once video stuff started coming out on the internet, like Vine and, and Instagram videos, yeah. that's when I started doing more like big the comedy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's when I was like... Because... So, to go back to, to that school that I was at, Loxa, yeah. um, I had this class, New Genres, and since I couldn't fucking transfer to acting, new genres was a class where the, the teacher was like, it's new genres. New genres are everything. If it's performance art, whatever it is, you can do it in this class. Yeah. So my friend Will and I used to recreate like The Hills. Do you remember that show? Yes. It's a horrible show of yeah. like, like their problems are like, guys, he broke up with me last night. I think oh. I'm going to die. <laughs> but don't wait. But where did he break up with you? Well, I was drinking rosé on my patio that oh my, my God, dad I bought me. I love rosé. We should go get some rosé. And then just <laughs> and then they go and get conversation shift. Yeah. Exactly. And then cuts to a talking head. We went to go get rosé. They didn't have any. So Can you fucking believe that? Yeah. So then I forgot it's Tuesday at Then I took a shit. And I called my boyfriend and I said, look, tonight. Look. Ain't no. <laughs> I'm all clean and ready. <laughs> but that's next week on the hills. That was the jokes we were like. The, what we were making was we would we would dress up as every character, and then the whole thing that we did was that every every girl in the series would eat hot pockets fully. <laughs> they wouldn't chew them. Oh, in the real show? And no, in our oh. in our version of it. <laughs> and they would always get drunk and throw them up, and then be like, "Becky, you gotta eat the hot pocket, you stupid bitch." She's like, "But it, if I don't eat it, it's not gonna make me as fat, right? Because it's one whole piece." So we were like making jokes like that, and then the dudes would always just be drinking. Yeah. Um, but that that kind of is where it's where like the doing jokey stuff like that and making fun of gotcha people like that yeah came from yeah. And then through social media, that's when I realized like, oh, I can do this character stuff again. And then I started doing all this character stuff on my Instagram and on Vine, and and it like started working. And then, you know, with how with with how social media was, you know, because it used to be in regular order. Yeah. It was so instant to go to people so you could get their reaction time immediately. Yeah. Like it's kind of almost like if I was at, you know, if I was doing comedy, you can instantly see when someone laughs and it, yeah. it eases you and you're like, all right, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. And then yeah. you get into a role. Yeah. So that's what would happen on Instagram where if something was sticky, I would just start exploiting it because I was like, oh, this works. Okay. I'm making people laugh. This is making me feel good. I'll yeah. be reciprocating. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. I would keep doing that. And then. And then Snapchat came around and that's where like I really realized I could do like more story based stuff and like actually have a, a complete storyline for like random stupid skits that I wanted to was do. Was it fun for you to do? Did you feel pressure oh, to like, man, I got to snap felt, a lot today? No, I no, never felt that pressure. It. Now I do. And now I don't do it because I don't, I wouldn't want to force myself to do it because right. you can see when something isn't authentic. Yeah. 
So and so people really started to there was a consistency, which I think in anything is how you're going to get success. And yes. so people were coming to you all the time. And then did that sort of did that uh, fuel the um, you know creative uh, outlet for the the videos? Like once you yeah. start making videos, you're like, all right, cool. People I mean, like that I'm doing it. I got to make these. Like, what is the one? Is it? Um, I mean, they're all so it's probably need you. Where brilliant. I'm like in the backyard. Yes, at the at the barbecue. That's, that's yeah. That's still my favorite one because. The fact that a music video with a five minute or I think maybe three minute intro yeah. where no music is playing. Loved it. It uh, We were so scared that it wasn't going to work because of how algorithms are now. Algorithms. Yeah. No, as soon as I, I knew the music <laughs> was coming. And so the fact that it went longer and longer without it, I was like, this is awesome. Because now, <laughs> now I'm watching to see when it's going to come in. Yeah. And you also said it's a story. And then, which is great. And it was like. Who doesn't like to see any scene that's at a fucking weird ass barbecue? Like all the characters, I was like, all right, something's gonna happen. My friend, my friend Jack, who actually uh, is, I've been working on a bunch of stuff with him. He's incredible. He's such a an, an incredible creative dude. And when, and when he was showing me the pictures of the people, he was like, I got this guy and this guy. And I was like, dude, you're casting it so fucking well. Yes, perfect, perfect, perfect. And they were all down. Yeah, I mean, these they were so were like, down. Dude, so those were backyard wrestlers that are actual wrestlers that no do that. Way. Yeah, yeah, it was because yeah, it looked great, and I was like, "Are these just regular casting guys regular, that are just like yeah. done the fight for pizza?" Absolutely, dude, incredible. Wow, but yeah, so so, and then it was also just like I was massive into Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, me too. So I, I've always had that idea of like making fun, jokey videos. Yeah, it helps, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just another thing to to clean people go. To. Yeah, and people go, "Oh, you got to see this." Exactly. It's um, so much fun. Did uh, so I mean, if it says over four point nine million monthly Spotify streams, that's fucking bonkers, dude. Let's go, baby. Uh, <laughs> he achieved a, a, a string of smashes, including the number one dance radio airplay hit anywhere. That's yeah. is that you can, but KK was the first. What that was your that first, was like the first song that really that because we did a really weird music video for it of us of us doing the crossed eyes and it was like the first i think challenge video where right. we asked kids to send in their crossed eyes and uh but that one and then the song master blaster that was yeah. master blaster was the song that really catapulted me because that's when instead of it just being an la thing for me it was it started getting played on bbc radio for like annie mac mr jam and this dude todd latee so that really helped me get like some international people knowing my music and then from that i just i kept going man i churned out so much stuff i just knew that like quantity strike at while that it's hot, yeah right? exactly because i remember seeing also people again with the social media people can access it so quickly exactly and share it and blast it out right then you're like let me just give more right yeah They're, yeah now i exactly. got an audience yeah and that's what i just kept doing was like all right cool i'll just keep like i had so much fun making music that fast too that that i was just like What's the next remix? What's the next this? Uh, Get Low with DJ Snake surpassed 500 million worldwide worldwide streams. Fuck yeah, that was think because that was Fast and the Furious. It was in the like the Fast and the Furious uh, trailer. No way. Yeah, that That's really helped it catapult. Crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and then French made history in 2012 as the first Moom. How do you say it again? Moombaton? Yeah, Moombaton. Artist to achieve. <laughs> I was also going to go Moombaton. 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 Uh, artist to achieve the number one spot at Beatport with the Something Something Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then in 2014, his major label debut, Money Sucks, Friends Rule, landed on the Rolling Stones' top electronic albums of 2014. That's sick. And uh, boasted a myriad of diverse, uh, diverse collaborators, such as Twista, Brendan uh, Urie. Brendan Urie from Panic at yeah. the Disco, baby. Fuck, dude. 
He's so awesome. Is it cool to collab or do your own shit? I love collaborating. That I I started out more as a as a producer that was doing remixes because I I just loved having that because it felt like it was a collaboration with that artist even though they probably didn't want to collaborate with me yet. Right. <laughs> you got to get to a certain level where people go. Exactly. Like, it's oh, going to okay, help cool. me we too, right? That. Yeah. You got to be on a more or less same level. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, you can't just be reaching out to like, <laughs> all the big dogs and you're starting out being like, we should do something together. Yo, Diddy, what's up? I've got 500 followers, man. The guy's like, uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> no, thanks, man. Come on, dude. I'm Jody Foster for a second. I can't. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you find that, um, like you had a residency at the win and mm-hmm. you still do, right? Yeah. So you're there. What, what is that? I feel like I've been there for like five years now, maybe six. And, and do they decide how long you're going to be there or do you sit down and go, all right, cool. I'm going to do every other Saturday. How does that work? They, 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 they decide how long, like how many, how they, they propose a deal and then they say how many shows and then they, they kind of punch in where you're going to be throughout the year. So that's sick. Yeah, I know it's incredible. Um, the Wynn is one of my favorite hotels. I love it there. It's I went to incredible. my friend's dad had a 50th birthday party. I think the weekend it opened. Uh huh. And it was just like I mean, and I just stayed there maybe like a few months ago, and I took my mom to see it's Donna Summer, right? Ooh, Donna Summer. Yeah. yeah. And uh, dude, it was just as it's nice incredible. as when I was there the first time, which was 10 years ago. It's such a nice hotel. It smells unbelievable. I think it's the nicest hotel there, and they've like because because. Sinatra's is there. Yeah, they've always kind of tried to keep it at that. Like Sinatra would yeah. be here. Yeah. So I, I love it, and so it's great. And, and the, so the club that you're playing in is just bonkers, huh? Yeah, yeah. I play at a Excess Intrigue and and Encore Beach Club, and all of them are like really, really cool. Clubs. Encore Beach Club. Yeah, that one's. I don't the, think I've ever my, been. My, I think that's my favorite one. Um, when well, whenever you want to go, let me. Well, know. I'm going to be doing the Laugh Factory at the Trop in March during March Madness. Will you be there? Probably. Because I'm I, yeah, yeah. through the twenty fourth. I'm, I'm. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be there, but probably. Because <laughs> that's next year. Yeah. 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 I have to figure out if I'm going to be there. Oh, please. Because be they they have to they have to they're going to schedule it like in January. They'll start giving us the schedule for the next awesome. year. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. But I'm the, I'm yeah yeah I'm there so much. Like Nick Swardson's come to some of the shows. Oh, when he's dope. been playing out Nick there. Yeah. yeah. He's the best. Um, I love that dude. Does he just sit on stage with you and drink? And he just, just drinks and he. Well, he's he's people probably know him. So of course he right? So yeah. He'll like, but he's so funny because I always say like, dude, you can come and say hi. The whole and he's like, I don't want to bother you. I just yeah. want to do my own thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I'm like, dude, come on. Which is also maybe code for I don't want to get too shit faced and fall off the stage and embarrass <laughs> you and maybe lose the gig for you. No, no, no. Yeah. He wouldn't. But I wish he would do that. Actually, yeah, I know. Because right? I would just fucking laugh my ass. He's off. He's actually. I mean, you know, for much as he uh, boozes and parties, like a responsible, like aware of yes. like don't want to fuck shit up yeah you know which is real cool yeah uh what about doing the encore beach club is the like it's just fun to do like how long you're outside like i mean you i'm still doing it no i mean how long like during one oh it's two hours and people just fucking i mean what nuts are you how often are you looking up to take in what's i I mean i look up and i go like this <laughs> but I mean, people. I mean, I've got to be like fucking in pools and just like yeah, it's yeah. crazy, right? I mean, don't don't go in the water. <laughs> drink it. Don't drink the water. Yeah, don't yeah. go in the water. Is <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vegas um, out of all the places you've gotten to um, perform and play it? Like, is there a city or a venue that's because people ask that for comics Coachella. all the time? Coachella, yeah. Coachella, my favorite. It's Ever. the mecca for it. Yeah, yeah, it's just like it's because it's that it's always been that thi- like that's the festival that I. Uh, first fell in love with as like a a, a patron 
so when i got to play it it's just like every single time i feel like it's just such a big achievement for us for myself over and over again you don't think it'll ever get old for me you know playing there it's just like it just i don't know the atmosphere is so incredible the energy seems like it's just like yeah unmatched exactly unmatched energy and people want to see like i mean they're there for that yeah it's so much fun um do you have you had people come out of the woodworks since you've uh you know, like yeah, that have seen the videos course. and stuff. Yeah, there, there's woodworkers all the time. Yeah, I, I, was the person who bought you to babysit their kid? Did you know them? No, no, no. That's by the way, that's fascinating. I love that you did that. <laughs> you did that for what did you put? You put up a list of things, right? There was on, a, there was a bunch of stuff on my on my website at the time where uh, I um, one of them was like, I'll do your taxes for 250 bucks, but in in you know parentheses it said like if I fuck up, it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is on you. There was yeah, there was like ten grand to ruin your stepdad's Christmas. Um, there was one to prank call whoever you wanted me to prank call. That's a good one. People um, bought that, yeah. Yeah, but we never got to do it because their parents didn't answer. But it was going to be so funny. I was going to do it where it was going to be me t- being like, "Hello, ma'am." So we're trying to find your son right now. Oh God. Um, we heard that he's been with a man named Xavier. We were going to just do all references to X Men. Yeah. <laughs> We, yeah, and we were like, we've heard he's been hanging out with this man, Logan. Logan is wanted by the <laughs> Just fuck with so her. So funny, dude. Yeah, he's... And he's him, yeah. <laughs> he's been in touch with this weird metal. And have... Like, <laughs> we just need to get a hold of him. <laughs> oh, my God. But we God. never got to do it. It was going to be so good. Do you know his friend, Storm or... Sto- yeah, it's, uh, Storm. <laughs> <laughs> what? You mean Jake and Chris? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. But their nicknames... <laughs> Apparently, are oh, Storm and Magneto. Yeah, you did not know this. Wow. Also, uh, Jake likes to dress up as a woman named Storm. It's very bizarre. He's been on the most wanted list of yeah. this for the for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then some. Wait, the babysit one. What the was babysit that? one was like I think a thousand dollars to babysit your kid, and this mom bought it for this kid's for uh, herself. No, no. <laughs> that would be really funny. Yeah. I wish she did. Um, <laughs> she knows she bought it for her son's. I think he was going to like homecoming. Um, so, uh, we went over and just made a video, but all of the stuff that was on there was like, we gave the money to charity. That's so it awesome. was all, it was all for like, it was all just like fun. Like this is before content was content. It was just like, Oh, this is a fun way to like give interact back and you interact with That's fans so and then cool. have fun shit to do. And like, there was one where we recreated ghost, the scene from ghost with, uh, with the pottery. Yeah. With Whoopi and, and uh, no. So yeah. Who was, yeah, it was Whoop, no Swayze was Swayze with to me. What, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, the best was that we had it with this other DJ named 12th Planet and uh, we would never even told him that we put him on the website. So when someone bought it, we were like, hey, dude, someone bought this. Are you down to do it? He's like, oh, yeah, let's do it, man. So we brought a pottery set over to his house and we did it. That's amazing. Yeah. Is that, was that videoed? Yeah, I have the video. Yeah, I want to see that after. I'll, I'll, show, that, I'll yeah. show it to you afterwards. Uh, and then something else I read that was I want to ask you about was I don't know if this was a big deal or not, but your writer got released, right? Yeah, because I got in trouble when I uh, I was going into Canada. The the promoter had sent my writer over to uh, the border. And for people who don't know, the, the writer agents. is basically your list of things you need pre-show, like it's, in your green room. Yeah, like water, underwear, yeah. Yeah. maybe some towels. Yeah, but, Red Bulls. There's people. There's fame stories of like. So, you know, Madonna being like, just the purple M&Ms. That, that's so, I was going off of the Van Halen thing where it was like, take all the brown M&Ms out. And it was, the whole reason for it was so that to make they're sure attention. they're, they're, they're yeah. paying attention. So I wanted to take it a step further. So I asked for different assorted genres of porn. 
I asked for black tar heroin. I asked for a gun. Just to see if um, they were paying attention. Yeah, just to see if they're like, wait, is this guy serious? Yeah. And but you course, got to the border and they... And they're like, why on your writer does it say black tar hair? The, why the did best, they see that? How did they get a hold of it? Because the promoter sent it by accident. Oh, God. So they saw that. And I was like, look, it's a joke. You could go to my social media. You could see that I joke around a lot. And and then the best, though, was... What that if they, they didn't find what you were showing them funny? They're like, well, it's not funny to us. This is not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this Heroin, about? What's funny about heroin? <laughs> why are you making fun of Canadian people, eh? <laughs> <laughs> because you guys are funny. Yeah, dude. You're so but sweet. the best is... is the different assort, I'm having my strokes. Celebrate, <laughs> celebrate. Um, the different assorted genres of porn. Out of all the things that they they like honed in on, not the black tar heroin and not the gun. They immediately first asked me in front of all these other dudes that didn't know what was on my rider. Yeah, they're like, "Are we going to find any child pornography on the bus?" That was the first thing they asked, what? and every person that was touring with me looked at me and was like, "What the fuck is on your rider, dude?" <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is a complete misunderstanding, but I don't know why they immediately thought that I had child porn because I asked for different assorted genres. Yeah, I would not put that in there. I wanted black, Asian, and white, okay? <laughs> or maybe other versions. The three top flavors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I'm going to Baskin Robbins, I'm like, yo, give me cookie dough, vanilla, Dude, and cookies and cream. Yes. Not like, hey, bubblegum kid porn. I'm ex- <laughs> it's not a flavor. <laughs> For some dude, it might be. For some dude, that's so fucked up for them to assume that. So it was, it pissed me off. But to to actually bring up a good porn that I got was there was a porn that so I did get a lot of that stuff from my on my writer. Oh, and there was one that I got called "Ass So Fat She Call It Victoria." I actually kind of want to look up the the cover right now (laughs) so I could show you because that's a real. You're gonna say one of the director of that because he deserves a shout out. He was a great director because it was shot beautifully. And then also some person did fulfill every single thing on the writer it was in milwaukee they got me a uh a, a, a pellet gun and then they got me fake heroin cool hey it was, shout it was out to milwaukee. so you dude it was so funny that they did everything so then we like we amended the the writer yeah, later obviously. on and but then it was even funnier because i was like i want i want a life-size replica of ben hur's chariot <laughs> i want uh three pictures of any action star from 1980 <laughs> to 1990 <laughs> It was it was really it was just fun to like fuck around and have fun. It's yeah, just, dude. it's fun to have fun. Yeah, I mean the things I like that having fun. I, the things that I dream about asking for like they'll be like fruit by the foots and handy snacks in the same <laughs> like in a you know in a gummy bears lunchbox or in like a, yes that's good because like, that's something you can actually use too. The, the cast of Family Matters at every show <laughs> to high five me on the way to the stage. That'd be amazing. Yeah, hold on, I'm trying to ask so fast. I I don't think this exists on Google search anymore. Um, how do you maintain your name when there's so many, you know, Diplo, DJ Snake, Flux Pavilion, Skrillex? I don't know. Like, how did you? Is it Victoria? Sorry, I'm just. <laughs> no, let's look up uh, Ass So Fat. BBW Victoria. I mean, that might be her. Maybe that's her. That was her, just her porn name. Victoria's Secret has. Nope, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, never mind. All right, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, we'll I'm getting, find it. You know, I'm going down the that other. Well, let's give her. Ironically, name again so, that so wrong she can hole. Get a shout you know? out. That wrong hole. <laughs> what is her name again? Ass so fat she call it Victoria. That's her. Wait, that's the name of. That's the, the name. That was the name of the porn, and it was this big, big black girl with a huge ass. So big. Yeah, BBW. Definitely BBW. BBW. <laughs> Wait, what was the question though? Before, before well, just, I went down, Dylan Francis is your real name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because I so the reason I chose to do Dylan Francis was I couldn't think of any good names for myself because that seems like half the fun. Any suit, yeah. Come up with the, did no. people try to suggest them to every you? pseudonym that I came up with was horrible. Like what? I don't want to say. Gotcha. Him. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not there's bad ones. Because people, yeah. Because there will be people out there that be like, oh, that's what you were gonna do. Well, then fuck who you are now. <laughs> you should have done that one. You piece of uh, shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I had horrible ones. That's I. None of them ever. I never really. I don't think I ever really put out music under any of those other names too. The only one that I can think of was Screech. That was it. And it was because it was a play on the, this dude from London named Scream. So I was like trying. I don't know. It was a bad idea. Yeah. It's a bad idea. So also, yeah. and it just makes you immediately think of of Screech from Say by the Bell. It does. Yeah. And you're like, that's, that's where my head went. I don't want to go. See I was like, that. I don't want to see him do anything. <laughs> Unless it's just him doing commentary over old episodes. Exactly. Yeah. So 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 then I heard Calvin Harris's name, and I was like, oh, this guy's going by his name. That's great. I'll just go by my name, Dylan Francis. They kind of sound similar. Yeah. And it's got a good flow. I found so you out had to recognize that, right? Calvin Harris is not his real name. What? Yeah. Did I just blow your mind? Yeah. Yeah, because my mind was blown when I found that out, and I felt like I had just done the worst thing ever is choosing my name. Whoa! Yeah, his name, his real name is Adam Wiles. Oh, yikes! Stink face. Yeah, no, yeah, he had to change it. <laughs> Adam Wiles. I think I went to Hebrew school with that. Guy. <laughs> and he was, he definitely tried to be. Baruch Have you ever performed it or a DJ bar mitzvahs or anything like that? Yeah, 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 I did. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a long time ago. Great pay though. Yeah, right. Great Especially pay. out here. Come oh, on, those Bradley yeah. bar mitzvahs. Yeah, I mean. And then I DJed some girl's sixteenth birthday. Whoa! It was the 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 uh, the With money. owner of Lions. Yeah, owner yeah. of Lionsgate. Daughter. What was that like? It was I, dude. I was freaking out the whole time. I got wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but probably so. Was the like, kids, I don't know man. what to play. I don't know what to. No, they weren't because they're sixteen. Yeah, but I don't know. Rich kids, I feel like they're drinking. They're probably doing coke. Yeah, something. <laughs> 16 year old girls dude that's horrible They're like we got blacked our heroin we found it on his rider yo do you want some <laughs> yeah, it's we got the tinfoil back it's, here it's, it's paper says you do <laughs> do you want me just to hold it in front of the stage and light it put that down it's like incense everyone will get high <laughs> that is uh were they going nuts you were there it was so yeah yeah the and and the girl like came on stage and she was just i was like what do you want me to play i don't know what to do i don't know what to play at these and she was like just do your own thing and but the only song I asked for is this one song, and that was it. It was easy. Right? Yeah. You prefer that, right? If you're gonna do a, a pig I would, like that, that they're like, do your own thing. Luckily, she said that because I was gonna be like, I'm gonna have to do my own thing because you didn't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It was anyway. That was the plan. Yeah. Because you're not. Prepared. I'm just asking you to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Because then if I ask her and I suck, then she'll be, she'll be like, oh well, he did ask me what I should do, what he should do, and and I didn't tell him early enough, so that's why he sucked. Right. So he's good still. <laughs> uh, you have crazy merch too. Yeah. Doing Francis fidget spinners. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That was before they were big. I swear to God. I, be, I believe you. I remember. I remember finding them on some weird Reddit page, and I was like, "Yo, we should make these." And then I made them, t- and they just took too long. And then they like, and then I oh. made the wrong version because the version that Fuck. got big was the fucking three prong one. Yeah. And I made the two. But anyways, did people buy them anyway? Yeah, yeah. People yeah. bought them. What's your and you got to do the jacket? Is that this official? so so yeah so this is this is like I'm actually starting a clothing line with no way with with uh, where I'm just doing my the pinata that I have Gerald that I've that's like cooler than me fuck yeah 
Yeah. When did so that come out? This this came out uh, a couple weeks ago. I premiered it at ComplexCon. Oh shit! Yeah, and then I think there's gonna be a season two in in like April. It's gonna be seasonal. So, dude, fuck yeah! Yeah, I'm stoked. So uh, people can get all that then at just DylanFrancis.com. Yeah, DylanFrancis.com/slash/Gerald. Because right now it's still with this company, Barney Cools. Cool. But um, but yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's a dope jacket. Thank you, man. I'll send you one. Fuck yeah. yeah. I will definitely rock it. I yeah. just actually bought a denim jacket because I used to I wear one all the time one, in man. high school and college. And I just got one and I was like, I got to wear one again. I love it. There's, there, that's so sick. This is the, the, the reason I wanted to, to work with this company is because it actually is like good material. Really good material. Yeah, that matters. Because yeah, they're from Australia. So fuck yeah. They're fucking outlaws. I was going to say I only get denim. From Australia. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> but that's just how, who I've always been. That's just me. <laughs> Picky up. I also wanted to ask because I know you got some sweet tats, and I'm more and more thinking of getting one, and I don't know what. Don't do it. Why? Because if you want to, like, you would know. No, because every single person where like when I want to get into acting more and more, they're like, man, it's a bummer you have tattoos because a production. You got to cover up. Production. Yeah, Yeah. producers will be like, fuck, I don't want to pay for that to get covered up. Yeah, but then they'll come along a part where you'll just be perfect for because of that. But I guess less. Then yeah, I mean we can all be we can't all be Danny Trail. Well, not with that attitude. But <laughs> I thought you were gonna say we can't all be Danny DeVito. I was gonna be like, I wish there are a lot of Dannys. Danny that DeVito's are taken. kid. I used to play b- uh, baseball with him. We used to all think he was a girl because he had long hair. That happened. And I think one kid kicked it like I don't think he's a girl. Kicked him in the nuts. And we're like, yo, he's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Dude, kids have no shame as far as no, like, no, no. I don't know why that story just came back to me too. But like it was private testing, like yeah. who's doing that other than no. shit kids being like, <laughs> you can't do that nowadays. I bet he has a vagina. <laughs> Check him. Oh, fuck my dick. He, okay, he has one. He has a dick. He's a dude. He said he has a dick. He's cool. He can come and sleep over. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Wait. So okay. So don't get one. Uh, uh yeah. I, I was thinking about no. the only one I could think of was like well, if a you funny do, just goofy get them, one or like one get the, of yeah, get them on your body. Yeah. Because I think it's easier. Okay. I, I fucked up. I remember that. I mean, there's the arm tattoo is so cool. Thanks, man. There's a bunch of good ones on here. What's your fave? This one. It's like really weird looking tiger. Yeah. See, that's it's, what I... It's a Korean tiger so that they, they make them look... so Like back then they made the, t- the all the tigers that were drawn had f- wonky eyes so that they didn't look threatening. Gotcha. Because they're supposed to be protectors. So that's why this like Korean guy does all these tigers where they look like they're like one's one eye's looking this way, one eye's looking that way. I love way. it. But it's really funny whenever when I I remember posting this a long time ago on social media and everyone, you know, this is before you couldn't couldn't say the R word. Everyone was like, "Dude, that's an R <laughs> R tiger, dude." And you're like, "Yo, you're making fun of Korean yeah, yeah. history right yeah, now." Yeah, yeah. And and you shouldn't say that. Yeah, now, yeah. I guess. And that's yeah, not acceptable. I get. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> do you have any tattoos of people? Uh, yeah, yeah, on this arm. Like any James Vanderbeek? Uh, yeah, I got James Dawson's Vanderbeek Creek on my other. cast photos. Yeah, yeah, on my whole body, my <laughs> stomach. Instead of Thug Life, I just got the. Would it be great when you met him? You were like, dude, I this is go check weird, out this tattoo. I got- um, your mouth is my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Would you like to touch it? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to kiss yourself? <laughs> it'd be really cool, man. Also, it'd be just a really the cool fr- memory for me. Yeah. <laughs> just so sweet about it. Your fans would love to see that. I think they would, man. Because a lot of your fans are saying you don't kiss belly buttons. I also, I run your R Reddit, <laughs> yeah. um, R Vanderbeek, yeah. and I can show you that there's 35 comments saying, I would J-O to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> J-O. I've never heard it said it like that. Dude, that's all I say now. That's so funny. J-O, dude. Yeah. 
But uh, this this is the only tattoo that has any meaning at all. Jesus, it's this Grim Reaper with a feather sickle, and that's because when I was younger, I had horrible dreams from seven to like ten, where E. T. would tickle me to death. What like the fuck, it, you I, gotta would, make that into a music would, video. No, <laughs> E. T. would pull me Conquer under your fears, dude. It was so bad. He would pull me underneath the bed and tickle me to death, and then I would wake up. Yeah, I'd wake up and I'd be sweating. And then one time, I remember... Well, let's be honest. If you're going to get tickled, his fingers were fucking, fucking frightening. so scary, It dude. looked like the... Like, like, I had a principal named Mrs. McMahon, and her um, fucking... Her fingernails... Her fingers were already abnormally long, but then she had nails that were like other fingers. Oh, God. So I remember when she would, like, hug you or point, it was just like... She could be, like, down the hall and be like, stop running. And, like, she'd point, and her fingernail would, like, pink <laughs> you in the eye. It's like and the lady from Witches. Yes. Angelica Houston. Yeah. Oh, man. Like the, yeah. Dude, she was like that. So, E.T.'s fingers, they very cre- reminiscent dude. to creepy. So creepy. And also, you're, you can't totally tell if, like, they're rounded. Weird. They're like it's like weird. So, I get why being tickled yeah. by that would throw you So, it scared me. Off. And then, one time, Chucky... And and Jesus, ET gang, like ganged up on me and and tickled me both to death. Dude, where were the Care Bears in these dreams? No, I didn't have any. Like the Care, like they they no hugged me, me. They hugged me to death. Like no, it was so. And it, it was always those dreams where like I'd be trying to fly away, and you know you'd flap your arms, but you'd like slowly lift oh, off the ground. Those are the worst. And he'd grab you. Did anybody try to break these down? No. You know, like no, they my had parents, people. My parents were just like, man. Did you even tell them? Yeah. Oh, and they knew. They like, knew you're trying to tickle me. This. They're like, well, you're afraid of in intimacy. Like, what was the... <laughs> I wish that that was broken down. Is that what, what it would be? I don't know. That's me. You're I had crazy <laughs> dreams once. A friend from my uh, college was really into just still Breaking is like... Breaking dreams, right? Yeah, the dreams. She had dream books. So oh, she'd wow. Be like, well, it just means you're afraid of commitment and you're... You're in a t- place in your life Did where she like, think the you're dream scared catches? of being successful, and like I was like, I e. think it was just like, free- I was like, I think I just smoked too much pot, and I freaked out about like <laughs> Baskin Robbins closing down or something. And she was like, Well, yeah, you're scared of like that's change. ET's fingers. <laughs> yeah, ET's fingers. ET's fingers were Baskin Robbins. <laughs> Those were all the flavors. <laughs> Bubblegum porn was in there. Oh yeah. Watch out! Yeah, watch out! Fuck, dude, I'm sorry, but it's you, okay. You don't have those dreams. I got anymore. no, no. I got past it. Now I don't. I don't think I have any bad dreams. Good for you. Yeah. It's pretty good now. Life rules. Yeah. Life's hey, you're great. You're killing it, dude. Thank you. Um, this was so cool Thank to have you, you here. You got to come back. <laughs> Definitely. I feel like we're buds now. That's yes. what's great about podcasting. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? People are going to be like, have these guys known each other for a long time? We, we have. Yeah. We have. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We used to go to Jewish camp. <laughs> <laughs> the good one. The good one. Um, did you go to camps as a kid? I did. I'm yeah. not Jewish, by the way. I'm right. Jewish. Because my nice. best friend Dean, who yeah. taught me how to swear, he he was Jewish, and so I would go to Shabbat dinner. That's how I learned the brocha. That's awesome. Wait, yeah. I do want to ask because we never got to it. What was the first swear word that you learned and added to your vernacular? Shit, I think it was shit. Yeah, that's a good one. And it was flying. You used it every. As soon oh, as you yeah. didn't and, know what swear words were till fifteen. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, knew, heard them. I heard them, but I think I was just like so scared to say them in yeah. my family, and so I just they never crossed my mind to be like without my parents being like shit, shit. Yeah. Because when I like. To go back to when I was watching, you know, Nine Inch Nails, a perfect drug video on MTV. When I was watching that, I was like, this is something wrong. And when you watch it now, you're like, I can sort of see that. But I had this like vision of my parents just not I, not wanting to disappoint them ever. Yeah. I think that's every kid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So doing that would have done that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> them watching that and be like, oh, God, he's going to be a bad one. He's going to be a bad one. The DUI's coming. I can smell it. <laughs> uh, well, 
definitely have to be in Vegas at the same time because yeah, dude, I'm there so much. So just that'd be amazing. Send me a text, and, and also maybe getting Brad because let's do it. Let's be honest, tossing a dwarf into a crowd at the Encore it, Beach Party. It'll be so easy. <laughs> You get a cannon. It's so easy. Yeah. You get a little trampoline. It's so easy to grab his leg and arm and just <laughs> toss him in the yeah. pool. It's like a little pillow. He's so down, by the way. Yeah. He would, yeah. Oh, he'd be, I mean, even just if he Let's got on the stage. It. and Yeah. No, he can for sure get on the stage. He's a phenomenal dancer. Like, that's like, you know, I think. Absolutely. I feel like that's a fun party favor. Yeah. Where you bring it out and people go, oh, I don't know. That was also here. He dances. Throw him to me. Yeah. <laughs> Push him to me. I don't care how he gets to me. I want him. <laughs> Uh, I can definitely see some girls grabbing him. Like, I'm taking you home tonight. Oh, yeah. No, he's um, a fetish for some people. Yeah. Yeah. And bucket lists, you know, <laughs> just crazy. Before he got married, there was a woman at a show in Denver that apparently stood up. He had a joke about it in one of his first specials about being a bucket list thing. And a woman stood up and was like, I'm that person. And he oh, was my like, God. please send your number to the nearest staff member. <laughs> and? Yeah. It happened. Yeah. That's amazing. It's not crazy. I love that. But, you know, it's. You think about people having weird fetishes. People you never think are, of people okay, being the fetish. People but, are into weird shit. Like, yeah. like, like, if you want to see what what weird shits happen, everyone watches porn. Everyone does. If they say they don't. Yeah, and everyone's lying. seen it. By the way, everyone's seen it. Everyone yeah. watches it. Yeah. And if you go to Pornhub and you look at like what's the most popular, there's some weird shit that's the most popular that you're like, oh shit, Scary. okay. Doesn't it make you feel good that you're like you're not into really fucked yeah, up? Yeah, you're like, shit. oh, cool. Like, I just like missionary or, or like, you <laughs> yeah. know, just a good good old cowgirl. Oh, man. Somebody that's like, I got to fuck in the back of a truck. I want you to throw your sandal at my face. Of the Scientology Center. <laughs> yeah, throw your sandal at my face. <laughs> yeah. Call me by your ex-boyfriend's name. Yes. Cuckold me. <laughs> yeah. There's some weird. It's so crazy. Yeah. People that like can't. I mean, I, I think it's that show. Is it not Hoarders? Um, Strange Addiction. I well, watched I mean, once. Stra- Hoarders and Strange Addiction yeah. are just fucking weird. But like I saw, there's. I think I know which one you're going to talk well, about. Strange Addiction, it. it was the girl that would eat soap and then the guy that was like, he got off on fattening his girlfriend up. So he would sit there just feeding her junk food and getting oh, her yeah, fat. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. On There's another one, oh, too, where so a, gross. a guy was uh, sexually active with the blow-up dolls. Or not blow-up dolls, but blow-up things. Not dolls, though. Like a like, raft? Yeah, like a raft. And he was like, I'm, yeah, I'm in relationships with all these and then there was another one, a dude that was in a relationship with his car, that he was fucking his car. What? He's like, I don't know how I do it. Just I like, just do it. By the way, that's the voice of the guy who's fucking his car. Yeah. I just do it. My the, dad. The brother from Napoleon Dynamite. My dad says no, but I, I like it. <laughs> Shut up, Napoleon. You can't fuck cars. <laughs> I fuck my own car. <laughs> cars are supposed to be fucked. <laughs> I guess you just dry hump it. Jesus, now I'm not. I, I feel like you would go into the, figure that out. You would. You it was. It's the gas tank. Oh, so you're putting okay. So you are putting right? it in a hole. Well, I assume that, but I don't. I'd be so scared of something happening to my penis. Yeah. If you do that? Yes. Like, I'm scared of my foot getting fucked up by just even putting it underneath, like, the back seat of. Like, you know, the <laughs> fucking seats move up and down with the fucking automatic thing? Yes. I always get scared that it's going to go over my foot and just chop it off. Whoa. So just, like, imagine putting your dick in a gas tank and being like, this is going to be fine. Yeah, I have. <laughs> And it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sick, no, man. Terrible. Yeah, that's my dream. You dream about ET tickle deaths. You, you, you dream about putting your dick inside yeah, and having of the having car fucks go just completely awry. One day, man. One day. One day. Um. All right, at Dylan Francis for note. all your social media. <laughs> yeah, Dylan Francis. Yeah, and uh, tour dates are all tour dates. There's there's this uh, TV show that I have coming out that's actually yes. the 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 video that you like the most. Need you. Yes. 
This dude, Jack Wagner, and I, we made it. It's called Like and Subscribe. It comes out on Funny or Die. Fuck yeah. And it's on Tuesday, November 13th, because that's tomorrow. Great. Um, and go, you can go and binge watch it. It's it's so ridiculous. It's me wait. making fun of social media and like yeah. influencers. Funny or Die is crushing it too, man. Yeah, they're, they're so awesome. Of, they're really just uh, dialed in now on the um, incredible extra content stuff. Like yeah. series, you know? Like they've yeah. obviously proven that. Um, they're cool. incredible to work with, and, and they're the mar- so like-minded. I, yeah. you, you know when you you've definitely had this where you work with some people and you're like, they just they kind of cut off where you where like the funniness can go. Yep, funny or die is like, let's go all the way to the top. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Can't put uh, comedy into boxes. No, it just fuck it 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 truncates it. Yeah, fuck that's yeah, a good dude. word that you should <laughs> <laughs> truncate. Yo, we we've, we've got to order the pizza. Fuck you, truncated me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bewildered right now. <laughs> About your truncating, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, dude. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. That's the show. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.